it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This NFL Picks Week 6 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100x. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Productions. Free to enter, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. The Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. It's been a wild week since we've last spoken to you. I, I, I assume, unlike most of the audience, only shows up for the pick show. <laughs> They're not here every night. Like, like some, it out. some of the DGens in the in the YouTube chat. But if you're just Hashtag a if you're, if you're just a weekly picks guy, my my God. Why? What's going on, Ryan? Oh. You missed a lot of things. Hopefully you tuned into Vison, caught the Jordan Mason last touchdown. Oh yes. Hopefully you tuned into one of the many shows where I touted the, the maybe the sharpest play I've had of the season, Saints anytime defensive touchdown 8 to 1. Hopefully you follow me on Twitter at Kramer Centric. Get the sweet sweet first touchdowns, George Kittle, Jacoby Myers. It's, it's just been, it's been a busy week. The heater continues, Ryan. ATS sides dog shit. Complete dog shit. Well, you know, both both locks felt like I was on the right side. Got a little bone. Packers, uh, <laughs> Titans. Uh, so oh man, I'm still annoyed at that Packers game. If you saw the highlight of uh, Matt Lafleur jumping up and down on the sideline because uh, what was it? Uh, Christian Watson was wide open and and Jordan Love just throws it so late. That was infuriating. This that. The, the the Raiders team is not good. Like they did not deserve to win that game. And Jordan Love is one of the most frustrating quarterbacks to watch because one, he can throw the ball far. Yeah, Two, great arm. He can run around in the pocket. Like I underrated his mobility, but he just like he, everything is just so late and doesn't see it at the right time. And then the accuracy isn't there. It's just like man, like he's close to being an awesome quarterback, but he has like five different things he needs to work on. You want a hot take? Sure. 
I think some of these offenses have there. I think we, I think we might have to, we, we might be circling around to coaches being too smart for their own good. Yes. Cause I think some of what we're seeing and, and maybe, maybe the quarterback's just a slow processor, but it, it does seem like we're trying to run software on a laptop. That's a couple <laughs> years old here. And it's not just Jordan luck. I think you can probably look at half the league and make this kind of accusation. Part of the reason why the Shanahan system working so well, right? Simplifies a lot of what the quarterback has to do. Maybe the processing doesn't have to work as well. Brock Purdy, maybe he's an old uh, Windows 95 machine, but because Shanahan wrote that code so nice, it just operates, right? <laughs> uh, we uh, it, he's like he's going like one on of those, a real tangent. He's like here, one of those Apple computers, but he's Oregon Trail. It just oh. works. Oregon Trail on the five and a half inch floppy disks. Can you imagine, producer Josh probably has no idea what no, I'm talking no about. No idea. Can you imagine? He's like, what's a disc? Imagine a time when a game wasn't infinitely long. Imagine if you had to spend your parents' money <laughs> to, to to buy tools in Oregon Trail. Oh my God. You my parents would tell me to fuck off so You're hard. You're stealing money to play <laughs> fucking video game? Or you, I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't last a day in your own home, let alone school. <laughs> That's how you get your ass kicked. Oh man, we got we got so much to get to, Ryan. Some no. Big Let's start with the big announcement. Do we have some big announcement news? I think we do. Oh, I think there's multiple big announcements. Oh yes, there is. Well, first off, uh, congrats to Jake, uh, our merch god. He took home uh, last week's uh, <laughs> Patreon pick'em. We can be twinsies, Jake. Look yes, at me. Yes, got wearing. the sweet DGen University prize pack. And uh, with and based off that, I was like, "All right, we got." I like this. I like this idea of a prize pack idea. So, this week's uh, Patreon pickem sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Patreon. If you haven't gotten in already, I'm calling it Ryan. What what's going on over here? Oh, okay. I am calling it the Hippie Prize Pack. You got a ten pack of the Sports Gambling Podcast lighters. You got one of our sweet backpacks with the SGP logo. And an SGP. Oh, hey guys, up. are we rushing the field around? Oh, hey! Perfect for uh, Colorado. You're the man. Buffs. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Perfect really? for Colorado Buffs league. fans. Or uh, oh, and look at that YouTube.com/slash/sportsgamblingpodcast. Oh. <laughs> Just a far out, next level of amazing work by Put this uh, everywhere, Josh. Put yes. this everywhere. I mean, this this is where was this? God damn it! Why wasn't there a sports gambling podcast when I was in high school? This would have been. So awesome. Do you know how the tie-dye shirt came to be? No. Uh I I don't know. It might have been that uh, uh Jake came across the idea of doing it for college, but then I had a request. Someone wanted one. So I was like, "Oh, perfect. This is exactly why uh it's important to have your own business so you can create a tie-dye yes. shirt with your logo on it." <laughs> Which by the way, Sean, tie-dye all the way back. Yeah, kids really? wear it. Uh, so things you would see if you're walking by the high school when kids are being yeah, I don't off. really do cruise a lot by the you, high yeah, school. Yeah, you shouldn't. That's probably not a good idea. But uh, I do because I'm dropping off my kid. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's totally okay. cool. That's cool. Things you'll see: uh, kids wearing washed jeans with acid washed jeans. Acid washed jeans with Nirvana shirts. What? With Metallica shirts, Pearl Jam shirts. Any uh, Alice in Chains fans? Grateful Dead shirts. All right, I you, like that. Any any music that was popular between the '60s and the '90s, uh, tie dye. Like I said, back 
rip like ripped clothes, baggy clothes, retro shit. It's it, the mind is blown all the way. Cargo pants, Sean. Really? Back. back. What? Oh my god. Cargo shorts. Back. Cargo shorts. Wearing anything tight. Loser. You're a parent. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> anything like you. Your skin. MC Hammer pants. Back. No, you yes. can't get the hammer pants. Yes. What are, you got to get wearing your, pajama pants to school back. You got to get your daughter some Zubaz uh, pants, right? Actually, a good call. Those are those were awesome back in the day, and I bet they would look. I bet kids today would love some sweet Zubaz pants. Yeah, anything to fight the battle of this team sucks. Why do we root for them, Dad? <laughs> More merch. You need you need ammunition. You are reload, reload. Yes, I've I, been I've been doing a good br- oh. uh, job brainwashing my niece and nephews. Oh wow! Um, and yeah, buying them stuff you realize is the easiest way in. Get this this weekend we're gonna watch America's game when the Giants defeated the mighty Patriots. <laughs> Uh, all right. There you go, a little patriot. Well, that, no, no, no. I, no, that's a Revolutionary War sound effect, right? But uh, who, like, whose music is that though? Is that the British or is that American music? It's true. It's just highlights the Revolutionary War. I saw, I saw a great, I saw a great meme today where it was, uh, and it was one on one of the highlights. one of the meme accounts where it goes, you know, it's pretty awesome that we uh, we go over to London for the yep. London game. And we play the national anthem, which is yep. all about how we fucked you up <laughs> in the Revolutionary War, and how much we love freedom, and how you guys you you guys called something football, but then we go, no, we know something is actually football. It's a pretty nice flex by USA. So shout out to America. Again, the commissioner just uh, continues, stays undefeated, commish. Right, uh, real, real, like not even, yeah. uh, not even trying to be funny, but if we just allowed um, Roger Goodell to represent our country oh. against these other like sports commissioners, <laughs> you saw the Spanish like uh, lady coach had to go down because he was inappropriately touching. Uh, mm. Yeah, all sorts. Anyway, imagine Goodell over there in Europe just dominating these uh, these strange tiny Italian and <laughs> French men. Goodell would take care I, of business. I, he's a big guy. I mean, what do you think? Oklahoma drill. No, low man if, wins. What if that's we get? Let's get back to basics instead of gladiators. Roger, yeah, Roger we send Gendell, our commissioners and I they mean, do the Oklahoma drill. That would be a pretty good paddle and like settling uh, labor disputes via the Oklahoma drill. Roger Goodell, Troy Vincent, low man wins. I mean, maybe Troy Vincent is prime, but now he's getting up there and Goodell probably has some size on. Him. Small claims court. All right, <laughs> we're gonna settle this the usual the Oklahoma way. Oklahoma small claims court. <laughs> All right, uh, and we actually uh, the big news continues. We have a lot of people reaching out, going, "Guys, love the Survivor pick segment." Only problem is, I'm knocked out of my Survivor. Uh, you know what? Before you get to the big announcement, I do think people are starting to be, get resentful towards us mm. that we're still alive in the circus Survivor. Well, Ryan, like they're like it's annoying. <laughs> so sorry, we're still around talking about it. I know last year we stopped talking yeah, about it after week one, but we decided we got to we got to figure something out. We got to hook you guys up, and boy, have we! That's right, a three thousand dollars second chance NFL Survivor contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Productions. It's it's amazing. It is it is a gift from the heavens. It is manna from the gambling gods. Three thousand dollars up for grabs. Winner take all. 
How are you not already signed up with this? Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. All you gotta do, be subscribed to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash sportsgamblingpodcast. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's right. Three thousand bucks up for grabs. Oh, that's just awesome. Shout not, out not to the, Barking Dog and the, Corey. Yeah, not the first time that Barking Dog has uh, assisted in oh. the creation of sports. Well, yes, if you remember the last contest they sponsored was all the way back when sports were stripped from us. Uh they were a big part of some of those sim sponsorships back in the day. So, mm. you know a, a real OG when you hear one, Ryan. That, Shout out to Corey. Well, that I mean, I I know that that logo so well too because I spent hours put, pre-programming <laughs> NBA 2K to get that on to the court. have fucking college teams and our own custom goddamn branding. This I mean, this is years ago. This is basically at the beginning of the pandemic. Yes. Sport was changed because of us. Thank Sport you. Was Thank changed. you, Corey. Yeah. No, they, I mean, this is awesome. Second chance survivor. Uh, yeah. I mean, are like, we allowed to enter? Uh, that's unclear. I definitely we should enter just to flex on these, <laughs> these fools. And, uh, and if there are multiple people that win it at the end, we will chop the pot, uh, whatever, you know, however many people make it through the gauntlet and it's just regular one a week, uh, you know, NFL money line, no special Thanksgiving weeks. That was too hard to figure out uh, for us. So, very, very. Uh, again, I'm not going to explain Survivor. If you're listening to the show, you know okay. how to play NFL Survivor. <laughs> pretty simple. It's pretty. It's it's the simplest game. That's why it really that's is. Why we're doing it. Yeah. We want to make sure everyone's welcome. Not only one of these complicated. Have to pick the spread. Well, and and also to be clear, it starts. Uh, <clears throat> it starts NFL Week Seven. So. I wanted to make sure everyone had a chance. Maybe you didn't, maybe you missed an episode, whatever. I want to make sure everyone has a chance to get in. So it's no, no picks this week, but it officially starts NFL week seven. All right. I I mean, it, and you can sign up till Sunday, I assume, right? Sunday. Yeah. Like if you miss the Thursday, you don't have to enter oh, before yeah. the Thursday. Sunday, Sunday before the, the, yeah. the games, you gotta be up. able to pick the, the, you do have to, you basically, Actually, yeah. So I guess the deadline would be Monday night. If you wanted to play one of those, if you wanted to wait <laughs> till the Monday night game of, I I'm pretty sure the system would allow it. Don't quote me on that, but uh, I, I would just sign up now. A lot of ins, a lot of outs, <laughs> yeah, just get, get it done. Don't overthink it. All right. We're going to get to the picks before we do shout out to little C's. Love me some little C's the official Pizza sponsor of the NFL, the official pizza sponsor of SGPN here. Pizza and football, they just, I mean, it just, I, I would say they go together like chocolate and peanut butter, but that's nothing compared to football and pizza. Uh, every NFL Sunday, you know where we're going. Loading up on that four quarter calzone, loading up on that crazy bread. I'll be honest, I hadn't had crazy bread for a while, but now that Little Caesars was back sponsoring the show, I'm like, I got to get me some crazy bread. And it, it just took me back and reminded me of just how awesome it pairs with football. I, I am addicted to the pretzel crust uh, pepperoni pizza. I do. I do want. I haven't tried their Detroit style deep dish. That is on the list. Cookie dough brownies. Those are awesome. The Caesar wings, uh, very good as well. You just can't go wrong. And uh, you can order online during our pizza pizza pregame one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs. Plus, all day Sunday. It is just delicious, hot, ready. What more could you ask for? Uh, delivery or uh, in-store pizza portal pickups. So grab some friends, grab some slices, and enjoy the game. Little Caesars Pizza Pizza. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. 
Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Kramer, let's get to it. Let's get some picks. See, people are already asking how to sign up for the contest. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Very easy. There you go. It's almost like you said it out loud. Maybe I was just dreaming. All right, you want to talk real quick? Can I update on the close your eyes special? Yeah. Five and one ATS, four and two straight up. Sean is five and one when picking close your eyes special games <laughs> against the spread. I am also five and one when picking close your eyes specials games. So you 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 uh, went in on the uh, so it was the, basically the Giants and the Eagles games were yes. the two. <laughs> yes, you. So you, we're both we're doing both doing pretty good with both, our yeah. Both systems are working the same. Um, public that stretched out to eighteen, thirteen, and two ATS. Sean, they're just. The books are really sore in the back end, uh, twenty-two and eleven straight up. Uh, those those are the big takeaways uh, for me. And strangely, the team's coming off Monday Night Football, six and three ATS. Surely that's a small sample size thing. Uh, this week, three teams underperformed the spread. Last week, the Cowboys, the Commanders. Colby's still out there. He's probably audibly <laughs> saying, "Who are the Commanders?" Oh man, this is hilarious. And so, the Patriots. So I was in the uh, in the parking lot here across from oh our no. studio, and this dude uh, this dude uh, rolls up to me and then puts the window down and he goes, "Oh, they're gonna choke anyway." And I I I I I was like, "What the fuck?" I got my earbuds <laughs> in. I'm like, "Oh, what's up, man?" He's like, "Oh, you know they're gonna choke. They're gonna blow it." I'm like, "Who? Oh, oh, the Eagles had okay." Why? Well, who's your team? He's like, oh, I'm a Redskins fan. I'm like, where are you getting off rolling up on me talking a bunch of shit? I go, we just beat you. And you guys got your ass kicked Barely. at home against the Bears. What are we talking about? It's pretty embarrassing loss. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's definitely a. It wouldn't. I mean, it's to the point where like I wouldn't go out of my way to start shit with like a, a very clearly, um, you know, better. I have. I mean, I, I I do kind of. I'm envious, I guess, in some regard of some of these sports fans that can just blink their eyes and be, you know what. Doesn't matter what I think. I'm just gonna talk. I'm gonna make this guy miserable. That's really <laughs> what's going on there, Sean. Yeah. Are you are have you gotten uh, harassed, Ryan? Uh well, I mean, yeah. My you, when you have a guard. So first of all, my gardener's a <laughs> Cowboys fan. I, he wasn't too chirpy this week, but he, he, that's been. That's he forgot. Been, he forgot to chirp. No. Well, I mean, yeah. He, he knew what would, he knew what was coming if he was going to open his fucking mouth this week. They just got their ass beat. Uh, yeah, you know, p- people like to say uh, there's also a couple parents on the old volleyball team. They're ca- you know, again, p- people like to to be, but they also it's like it's so bad that it, there's a little bit of hesitancy. I can tell that people realize that it may be a little raw because this isn't just hey your team sucks a little bit. This is you know let's just let's just. Take everyone out into the ocean and strap them to cinder blocks. Uh, I was I, Kramer was on our, our boy uh, Hoops Peterson's Vicent show. Oh yeah, and Shout I, out I to was Hoops. I fucking, was watching it. Fucking guy. Hoops just starts right in. How about those Giants, <laughs> uh, Ryan? And, and you, I I didn't you didn't do the uh, death in the family line. I don't think right. 
Well, you told me I was using it too much, so I had to move <laughs> I got on. In your head. I had to move. I I don't exactly re- recall what I said, but I I do remember. And this is probably why Hoops loves me so much. But I think I just rambled for three minutes, <laughs> t- saying how this was therapeutic. Uh, for, uh, real quick, because you're talking about uh, crappy teams. First coach to be uh, so anyway, yeah. Those three teams underperformed. Only the Cowboys are favored. So two close your eyes specials this week, and uh, first coach to be fired. Market. I mm. figured we'd start looking at this real quick. Uh, Ron Rivera minus two hundred. McDaniel's plus three seventy five. Ibrahimovic five to one. Kevin O'Connell plus three plus wow. six fifty. Didn't didn't expect that. And Brandon Staley twelve to one. Brandon those are kind Staley. of the the real odds range. Brandon Staley, I, I I keep mentioning it. They they don't want to pay another coach. Their the ownership is incredibly cheap. Yeah, I think that also works in Josh McDaniels' favor. Yeah. Uh, Mark Davis doesn't have a a ton of money laying around. I I think Eberflus. We saw Mark Davis. Yeah, we'll we'll get to him. He's he's a uh, all right. We'll get we can do it now. Uh, this is a video youtubecom podcast of Mark Davis. <laughs> Playing a slot machine at the Vegas airport, truly a real meta DJ, and supposedly he's, he's got someone handling his bags. <laughs> so, well, suppose he's picking up. Uh, I think there again. Uh, I I don't know the the uh, truth uh, or what their uh, relationship status is, but he is uh, oh, by his all girlfriend. Account, she's like a 28 year old social media influencer. Uh, so he was picking her up at the airport. I guess she flies commercial. Can't can't put her up in Jet Suite X, uh, Mark. Oh, I like you know. Shout out to Mark Davis doing it right. Ever, and he's going there early to make a little trip to the <laughs> slot machines. This guy's amazing. Hardcore DJ. Uh, can I say Sean Payton is fifty to one? Woo-hoo. Yeah, they. I, well, see, they at least have the fuck you money. The Waltons. They might do that, but. I, I think Eberflus is interesting at at plus five hundred. Who is plus three seventy five? Uh, McDaniel's. So Ron yeah, Rivera minus like two hundred. Eberflus five to one. I mean, Kevin I do up. think Ron Rivera is the first coach fired, but I wouldn't lay minus two hundred on it right now. Josh Harris would do it in season two. Comes from the NBA. Oh yeah, he doesn't, doesn't care. give a fuck. No, he doesn't care. Um, Kevin O'Connell's an interesting one. Yeah, that's a, not sure where I that's think coming they, from. They see themselves as like a classy organization who wouldn't do that. I think they would. Yeah, I, I don't see them firing a midseason. Well, yeah, I, his offense has been fine. Just he failed to hire the right guy on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, all right, that's all I got, Sean. I like Green, it. Green get Bay. The, get the trends up top. Green Green Bay and. Uh, the Steelers are on by, so you won't you won't get to hear Sean pick the Steelers this week. Um, <laughs> we'll save that for next week. All right, Steelers won. No, I, I again, you just we've gotten we've become a Steelers show, and so it's good that we're self aware. Thursday night football, the Broncos, which by the way, the Broncos and Chiefs uh, they play twice in the next three weeks. Yeah, we're scheduling quirk. Broncos head to Kansas City. Kansas City uh, projected to be one of those public sides this week. Laying ten and a half here, minus five thirty-five on the money line. Uh, Broncos plus four hundred forty-eight is the total. Um, slight tick up from the look ahead of ten, and this is game number one on the slate. Where we expect some weather, so uh, we have wind here. I think there's probably about a half dozen games you're going to want to monitor the wind situation uh, to see if it's strong enough to really impact. And, and, yeah, what do we? 
is it to me it feels like 20 miles per hour that's the, where the you... data is and I've I've seen a, a num- number of conflicting reports on the exact uh trend but from an impact perspective the thing that I did find that was a little bit more consistent is that in games where the wind is 20 miles an hour or more the total has gone under by 3 points on average so the impact being if the wind is going to be strong enough, it's going to impact the passing game and the kicking game enough to limit points because they're not kicking extra point. Like just think of it basically like three Cleveland games a year where the ball just can't, you can't kick a 15 yard field goal. Yeah. And so th- it's going to be like, it's go it potentially is going to have some of that in this game. Uh, I did fall down a rabbit hole. There's some guys on rabbit Reddit that have done a tremendous amount of work on stadium layouts uh, relative to typical wind patterns to determine which stadiums are more impacted by wind patterns and which aren't Kansas city uh, lower on the rating in terms of less likely to have a crosswind basically. No, Um, meaning crosswinds are worse than field goals, right? Just in general passing as well. The 20 mile an hour crosswind is your, is the worst possible (laughs) situation. It's like the end of the John wick movie. It's right. It's going to maximum difficulty. And so, and while the, even if the wind is strong, I guess it's it potentially not going to impact, but it's also going to be wet. So it could just turn into the but, kind of a schlog it but, out game, but none of this matters. I mean, Patrick Mahomes Does it? 11 and zero against the Denver Broncos, six and five ATS. I predict that uh, if, if things go poorly for the Broncos offense, which I think it could, I think Jared Stidham uh, is a, it has a chance. Uh, to maybe make I love an appearance. This. I love this take. I know on the no prop, downside. I know on the prop show. Yeah, I'd leave it op- wide open. And if and if he does show up, I told you so. If he doesn't, I go. Yeah, you know, Russell Wilson played a little better than expected. Uh, Adam Troutman, I do like in the any touchdown uh, first touchdown market. We gave out all our props on the Thursday night prop show. Check that out. But I mean, the Broncos really struggle against good defenses, uh, and the Chiefs have a. Pretty good defense. I, I think that to me is what's different about this Shocking. Chiefs team. Top ten defense, and then on the other side, the Broncos have a historically bad defense. Thirty second in defensive pass DVOA, thirty first in defensive rush DVOA. This is a crazy stat. Pretty o- bad opponent completion percentage, seventy seven point three percent, highest through five games in the Super Bowl era. They're giving up over seven yards of play. And I know what you're thinking. That, like, oh, just think about that for a second. They they must be playing some amazing quarterbacks. Oh yeah, you mean like Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> Sam Howell, Tua, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Yeah, all gold jet first Whoa. first ballot gold jacket. You like Zach Wilson? I did, I liked him in that game. Yeah, and yeah. and I stand by that because they won the game. But uh, I it, to me, you got to go Chiefs, even though home teams haven't been great. ATS, I. I you got to go KC minus 10 and a half. I, I just don't see the Broncos defense is so bad. We saw what Kansas city can do against a bad defense. I, I mean, look at the, look at the bears. They just lit them up. I think, and the chiefs are on a bad streak of the last three games. They've played the Broncos. They haven't covered. So I think, I think they're kind of due from that sense. Oh, I like that too. But You're, but uh, Kelsey extend your trend out because even past Mahomes it's fifteen, 15 straight row, actually yeah. yeah it's it's which and you got to go back to 2015 last time the Broncos won in Arrowhead I, I just don't see it even if Kelsey isn't 100 percent he's dealing he's with that play. ankle 
he's going to suit up. I, I, I think they get out to a big lead. There's always a chance Denver could backdoor, but you saw the quit on that team. Uh, it is they're going to be able. You to, can't back teams as dogs who have quit. I'm Jets just were able to it. run the ball. I think that the Chiefs are going to be just as effective running the ball. Big Pacheco game loading. I think Scott and I, we were all on various uh, Pacheco angles. I think, but yeah, and the, and the Broncos, the tackling of the Broncos is just dog shit. Ceh last touchdown. Oh, I love mm. it. I love it. Save it for the Vison show. I'll Ryan. save. I'll save that for the. Write that down. I'll save it. But uh, also, just worth noting, I, it is. Po- is there a version of this team that had the locker room has been lost by both Russ and Sean Payton? Yeah, because here, here, listen to this. You know what was cut this week by Denver? A slide through the re- slide through the cracks. Little Jordan Humphrey. Really? That's one of Payton's guys. Okay. I, I, no, that, that's worth noting because I was re- I was looking at him for first touchdown. Oh yeah, he he got. I, I think maybe going back to the practice squad, Dolchitz is coming back. But I I've read. I would say if you kind of poke around, uh, what the beat reporters are saying in Denver, Denver is one of those teams where the the like they they're either for them or against them. Uh, there's some clear team plants, and then there's everyone else. But the everyone else, there's some hot take guys like that Albright character. Yeah, that seems to be fairly plugged in. Alluding to the fact that Peyton has a long leash, but also alluding to the fact that ownership not happy with the embarrassment happening all over again. And so I do wonder. I, I, I obviously, I know I don't. I don't know. It's not. It. I, I don't know how you can just lay the points, but we have to lay the points. <laughs> all right. Well, what are you doing then? I'm laying the points. Oh, okay. It's a divisional game. You're supposed to. T- no, but this is a historically. It's, be, it's, it's a rainy. Historically it's going to be bad. a gross game. We're going to be. Yeah, it'll it, be like twenty-seven-seven. High regret factor on this one, but no, no, not at all. Nope. I'm I'm done. Survivor here. survivor pool possible. Yes. Mm. Uh, even though it's Thursday night. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's go back to London for the last time this year. I think it's the last London game. I think the other we got a Germany one. I think the other international games are in Germany, week nine and ten, maybe. Uh, we got the Ravens heading over across the pond with the Titans. They're playing in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, but they're not leaving. Which, by the way, that's the one with the American food per Billy, uh, host of the <laughs> Soccer Gambling Podcast. It's delicious. Baltimore is this is their third straight road spot. Yeah. But but there's and this is if you listen to any content at all you probably already know this but the Ravens left straight from Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, it sounds like they've put an extra bit of focus on the strategy of the travel, and if there's one thing that does seem to be consistently true, which makes the Tennessee plan even more hilarious, the people that choose to, like even before I've I've never heard of a team leaving straight from the game before, but even. Previous years, it was like, oh, okay, we like it when a team goes over there on Monday or Tuesday. We don't like it when a team flies over there on Thursday or Friday. When's Tennessee going over there? I don't know that to be true though. I feel like we've do- we've <laughs> dove into the numbers and it doesn't actually make that much of a difference. Uh, I don't know if we've we've said it doesn't make a big difference. I think last year we have some recency bias because CJ came on our show and said, "Hey, Kirk Cousins is a dad. He'll know how to do the trip last minute." <laughs> Bang, bang, boom. I think if you look at some of the other uh, situations where teams 
have left later, it's not been a good thing. And I think regardless of that, being acclimated for four days to a, to whatever the, the new situation is going to be in light of the way that ba- Buffalo look, just looked and they were a team that left later in the week. Uh, they, they also like, got- yeah, but I, I, I don't, I don't think that was about when they left. I think it was the fact that the Jags were out there for two weeks and it was a letdown spot for well, that's my point. I, it was I think the they, difference in the difference in acclimation to environment. I, I don't think that had a, to me, that was a letdown spot. Like I think they would have lost that game if it was in Jacksonville. So you don't think it mattered in hindsight that it mattered that Jacksonville had been there. Well, I and, mean, that was part of my handicap. That's why I like the Jags. So but I don't think I I don't know if you're going out the same week I don't think it makes a huge difference. The supercomputer had a problem there. You're like, well, I did say that, so I have to. Agree. Yeah, I'm I'm saying that I think I didn't I didn't account for it enough. Okay. And in in review, I think being there for a long amount of time, like I think it it probably helps, but it's not changing my pick on the game. Oh, I think it's that it's affecting my pick on the game. Okay. But again, I, I think just the idea that they're there for five days before the, the the Titans show up that matters to me. The the travel issue that's bigger is the fact that this is the third road game for the Baltimore Ravens and teams that are playing on that third road game, they just lose straight. But they up didn't lose. travel twice. What do you mean? They flew straight there. Like I do think that matters. It wasn't like they went home and then had another road trip later in the week. Typically, that's how that third. Okay. I all right. Yeah, I, I. Why do you think that's stupid? I, I don't think that. Okay, I. I, you're, I think it's diffusing their third straight road <laughs> right, trip so, a little bit. So if their third straight because road, they're regaining a, a tra- they're g- kind of gaining a travel advantage in a in a bad travel spot. Okay. So I, that I'm. It's worth noting because typically I would agree with you that the this this spot is horrible, but I love. But Baltimore. I'm saying like flying back to Baltimore and then flying out to like Miami, that would still be. Less flying than flying to London, right? Yeah, but if flying to London is not that. It's it's like a little bit further than flying from L.A. to New York, right? So to to me, this is going to feel like a third straight road game for the Ravens. Okay, and I I I but like you don't it. typically get to your third straight road game a week ahead of time. Is my point? Okay, so true. So you, wait. So Baltimore's laying four and a half, minus one ninety five on the money line. Titans plus one sixty. Forty one is the total. So you're you like Tennessee here because yep. you're going to lean into the Vrabel trends and the Lamar all the all the trends that suggest Ravens bad favorite, Titans good dog. Yeah, and I think I I think the Lamar Jackson turnover thing is a real thing. He just continues to create turnovers. I think the I think the Tennessee defense can create those turnovers. I think that's going to be the difference in this game. And I think if you bring a physicality with the run game, like you can with Derrick Henry against this Ravens defense, that's oh, bullshit. You- I watched that game last week against the Colts. He's not, he did. He brought nothing. Okay. No uh, pop. I, I think he'll be able to bring the pop against the Ravens. No trail on Burks. No, I don't think not that, that doesn't make a difference for me. <clears throat> the, the third home, the third away spot for the Ravens is why they're going to not cover this game for me. It seems like they were very aware of that, and that's what this was all about. Um, I, I'm with you on typically the third road game. It, it's a it's a horrible spot. Although I went back and looked, I believe last season both teams in that spot actually won the games straight up. Obviously, neither no. were in. No, no. What one? Are you sure that one was the Colts, which they definitely Eagles won. had a third road spot and they lost. They lost. Okay. Yep. Um, well, you're very pa- passionate about this third road spot. <laughs> 
No, you're annoyed no, that you're I just, could possibly be no, on the you Ravens. Just, you totally dismiss my angle. I mean, I get where you're coming from. I just no, I, I didn't totally dismiss it. Okay. I explained. I gave. I, I gave a clear thesis on why I thought they were diffusing the travel disadvantage by being in the location that was a disadvantage to both teams a week ahead of time. Versus getting there a day and a half before the game. Danger, Aaron saying Lamar poops his pants in London. Yes, you're dealing with a, a completely different food uh, situation. Well, they serve American food here. We've been told. Yeah, but do they cook it American style? Ravens, I mean, Lamar, yeah, you, you don't know what's gonna happen. This is the healthiest the Ravens have been all year. The <laughs> offensive line is is all the way back. We saw the the, the passing game look pretty good uh, at times last week. Again, he shit the bed in a divisional game where he shit the bed before. Yeah. And so, yeah, coming into this spot, I think we've to me seen the turnover <laughs> thing is why the, the turnover in the third road game is why I'm betting against him. Cool, Lamar over in the passing props this week. Mark Andrews over in the receiving props. Zay Flowers over. Wash all right, 10 a.m. Uh, by the way, perfect layout, perfect layout. NFL, great jobs. We got seven games in the 10 a.m. window. Enough for red zone to have the big pupil on red zone, and uh, God's eye can keep an eye on all seven other games. Washington coming off a bit of a thumping. At this point, we have to think Sam Howell has a uh, allergy to not getting sacked. <laughs> Heading down to Atlanta, where the Falcons are minus two and a half here, minus one fifty on the money line. Redskins, aka football team, aka Commanders, plus one twenty five. Forty two and a half is the total. <sighs> Commanders mini buy. I don't know if it's a good thing. A lot of mean things were be, being said, but they are a close your eyes special. Ryan, Sean. this oh, is no. Sophie's choice. Oh no! Let's ask the audience: What will Ryan do? Will he pick his Falcons, or will he pick the close your eyes special? Because he he gave me a ton of shit for not taking the close your eyes special. He's also been on the Falcons every single time this season, even though they're not a not an amazing record ATS. Uh, still sticking with your guys. What do you mean? I I just saw our graphic and said they're one in four ATS. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were assuming I was going to take the Falcons. No, I said you've picked them every time, in spite of them not being great against the spread. Uh, I'm gonna throw the challenge flag on the graphic that he just flashed because, uh, and I and I should have thought more thought harder about this, but that's not the record that we've picked the Falcons out on the show. Two and three. Yes, which is better than one to four, Sean. But in this case, it doesn't matter because I, I, what do I do? I show up to church every Sunday. Close your eyes, special. Can't ignore it. I hate that it's guy. I hate that I got to do no, this. No, well, this is why it's this, this is horrible. Is, this is why the close your eyes, special is great. Sam if it Howell, was, if mean, it was uh, easy, you wouldn't need the backing of the close your eyes, special. If it was easy, everyone would be picking it. That's why you close your eyes, right? But they might have quit. They're gonna. The coach might be fired. This might not well, be a good thing. And this could be all right. So there's uh, the the stuff going for the Falcons. Fourth in pressure rate. Desmond Ritter hasn't lost a home game. Um, yeah, those are both things. Sam Howell, 29 sacks. But on the other side, Arthur Smith since 2021, least profitable coach at home. Uh ATS. He's not good off a win. 4 10 and 1 ATS. Really, though, I think there's a there's a nice little uh edge here, and that's the Eric B. Enemy revenge game. That's right. Eric B. Enemy and Arthur Smith were the last two candidates uh to uh be interviewed for the Falcons job. They kind of strung Eric Bienemy along. He's gonna have a chip on his shoulder. So it for me it's really just about picking 
the close your eyes special, but I think that could be what carries them. Give me the uh, skins plus two and a half. You're not supposed to like the close your eyes special this week. No, much, I'm huh? talking myself into him. And and she, yeah, so uh, I I do think that we saw some quit potential last week, and that's what that's what it makes this super gross and and concerning. Uh, the Sam Howell nugget about just only David Carr has been sacked more through five games in an NFL season. He he's definitely contributing to his own demise. And yeah, you know, I, I like the angle. If 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 the enemy is one of those guys who just hates everyone, mm. what doesn't he probably have a chip though for everyone in some yeah. regard? So yeah, may, maybe he goes hard here. Uh, look, they just traded for Van Jefferson down there in Atlanta, Sean. I'm very excited about this uh, this Falcons <laughs> team, but I, I have to. I, I ha, five and one ATS. The close your eyes special. It doesn't work if you pick and choose when to take it, like Sean, because you, you're bound to no, get wait, off at you, the wrong you time. You picked and choose not to take it, or no, you no, stuck I, with. Yeah, I stuck with it. You yeah. didn't pick it twice, and you were been fortunate. I'm one and one. Fortunate to fall on the right side of the coin. Uh, twice. You know. By the way, Commanders, excellent teaser leg. I don't think Atlanta's capable of uh, eight and a half point winning by eight and a half points. <laughs> Does seem like a wide margin. Which, by the way, were you surprised that Van Jefferson got dealt to the Falcons? He's a good blocker. So, <laughs> well, John o. Smith right now is the uh, the leader in receiving yards. Yeah, uh, our boy Tyler injury. Algier continues to out uh, out carry uh, Bijan Robinson. Yeah, their offense isn't great, but. Yeah, they they can win ugly, but R- I, Ritter was go good Washington. last week. Don't no, it was it was one of his I, better games. I'm gonna guess you didn't have eyes on that one the entire time when you were at the tailgate. But R- Ritter was uh, better than he's been, and yep. yeah, Jonu Smith ankle injury. So well, let's fingers crossed that their tight end one is gonna play this weekend. All right, moving along, a little a- a NFC North matchup here. The Vikings head to Chicago. Uh, Bears also coming off Thursday night's little mini buy. This one uh, four and a half on the look ahead, Sean. Now the Vikings dropped all the way to two and a half. Van, I guess Justin Jefferson. I, I almost said Van Jefferson, thinking of a different Jefferson. I guess he's worth two points to the number. Minus one forty on the money line. Bears plus one twenty. Forty four and a half is the total. Uh, if you're looking, if you're watching YouTube.com/slash/sportsgamblingpodcast, uh, we has Justin Jefferson played his last snap as a Viking. The the tank. People are out there. Oh, this is uh, tank. People love this. Oh yeah, he's gonna be like two and eight. What is he gonna do? Yeah, th- this is the NFL. We're not the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. This isn't the National Basketball Association. Teams uh, just don't randomly tank. It would take something crazy for him not to go out there and play, assuming he's healthy. Like yeah, maybe he takes a couple extra weeks to come back. But dude, he just got paid a massive deal. I don't think he's going to hold out. Jefferson. And, yeah. He just picked up his option. No, he just. Uh, I thought didn't he get paid? He somewhere? turned down the mega deal because he doesn't. He there's no quarterback certainty in Minnesota, and so. I, Josh, producer Josh was trying to get get in my ear before the show about how he would just sit out the rest of the season. Now they did. They were asked. I think O'Connell was asked if he's gonna come back this season. And he said he they expect him to. Yeah, four to eight weeks is the number they put out there, which, and I've heard people compare it to the Cooper Cup situation, which obviously wouldn't be a good thing, in terms of the injury. You like that? You like that? Well, Cup only missed uh, what four games last year? Oh no, I thought you were yeah, talking last about this year. year. Talking last year. Um. So yeah, I mean, interesting to me that the the number moved two points based off of probably just this injury news. 
Maybe it moves a little bit because uh, Bears are back, baby. Bears? Justin Fields is slinging the rock. Ah, it, this this feels like you're buying the Bears at their absolute high point on the season. Yeah, but uh, the counter would be: Can you take the Vikings as a road favorite? Uh, my answer is no. I like the fact that the Bears are getting that extra rest. They're getting some of their guys back. Cornerback uh, Kyler Gordon, center Doug Kramer back at practice. Uh, safety Eddie Jackson, cornerback Jalen Johnson, limited. They're coming back from IR, so maybe they get out there. I I cannot take this Vikings team on the road. I I think the Bears have a little bit of confidence, and if we've seen anything out of Justin's Fields, it's that he can play okay against pretty bad defenses. He's eight passing touchdowns in the last two games. I don't I don't think he's going to do well against good competition, but what have you seen out of this Vikings defense that makes you think it's good competition? And the Vikings offense has, has really sputtered as of late. I mean, they put up six points on the road against uh, the Carolina Panthers with Justin Jefferson. They don't have much going on their run game. I, I get the bears aren't a great team, but I, I think, you know, uh, and, and cousins hasn't been good against bad teams. He's 11, 20, and one ATS versus teams with a winning percentage of 33% or less. Um, yeah, I, I actually like this spot for the Bears. I'll take them as a home dog. Um, yeah, they they I, I don't they scored some points against the Panthers. I know they got um I think the Panthers might have gotten a defensive touchdown, but no, the, so did the Vikings. The Vikings they? still put up a couple. Oh, you're right. They put touchdowns. up 14. Um yeah, I I think you know obviously we've discussed it on this show before, but the turnovers, yeah, the regression is coming. Oh, and it's and it just keeps coming because Brian Flores, like for the record, I didn't say you're a bad uh, defensive coordinator. That was Sean stacking the money green. Has he done a good job as a defensive coordinator? I think he'll be able to do a good job here. I I I think Justin Fields' major problem is he holds on to the ball for a long time, and so last week when he was not pressured at all. And maybe that's a product of the offensive line, but I, I'm willing to bet it isn't. I'm willing to bet it was just something with the, uh, the quit factor on that commander's team. And so I, I'm on the Vikings. I really though, this, it started just purely as this, it just seemed like the, the price uh, I, I told you, Sean, I had been reviewing the the process and I just wasn't, I was getting too far away from the market dynamics. Really? And so I'm back. I feel like you've been too locked in on market and, dynamics. And, I, and, and I'm, um, and I would never buy this bears team at a high point. Sean, you saw it earlier, but Justin Fields, he's one in four ATS and straight up coming off a win in his career. Yeah. About to be two and four big, big time, small dig. sample size. If you're talking Justin Fields wins, <laughs> well, right? Of course it has to be, but <laughs> I, I wanted to go on a quick tangent because we're talking bears and I went, to, I wanted to go find out what happened to that defensive coordinator. That was just a race from history. Oh, yeah. And of course, Reddit, great place to go. And I, I got into a thread. I'm like, Oh, this looks promising. Maybe I'm going to find something out. And it, it turns into a, Hey, why is the media just forgetting about this guy, Alan Williams? No one's asking questions anymore. And then out of nowhere, familiar pineapple, 28 comments, same here. It's unbelievable how quickly the media forgets things. Remember all those mysterious flying objects that were getting shot down over Alaska and Canada several months ago, trying to find a single article about whatever came of any of that quote, weird, random, unidentifiable objects were just flying around and our air force shot them down End quote, normal day, dot, dot, dot. End of story. I, 
this is about a Bears defensive coordinator. Like <laughs> this is you get off on a little tangent. He just right. had to fire off his his uh, his uh which by the way, I you know, maybe maybe things were getting shot down, but they're not for us to discuss right now. So I'm okay. on the Vikings. Nice. This isn't prime time. This is Kirk Cousins against the bad defense, even if they get their healthy guys back. But you know what's concerning me? A, th- this could be a rain and wind game. Oh yeah, weather factor. I think probably less likely to have input impact than Kansas City. Also, Jordan Addison popped up on the old injury report, which I think they're going to kind of need him if Jefferson isn't going to be there, which he isn't. Um, yeah, so that that would so be- Kirk Cousins on the road, yeah. no Justin Jefferson, weather, and Jordan Addison banged up. I don't think there's it's guaranteed horrible weather, but I think there there could be a little bit weather. Okay. But yeah, I I think Brian Flores against uh, Justin Fields, Justin Fields at a high point. Sure, I'm not I'm not buying in. I think I also think this could be a little bit of a, a shootout, not a total guy, but really there, there will be points in this game. All right. Have you watched the Vikings play football? Yeah. Points are ugly. scored. Points are scored. Have pretty you watched ugly. the Bears score play football? Yeah, they put up points. forty. So you're gonna have the you're gonna say Vikings ugly football Bears great. That's um, recency bias. You're explaining I would say, my I point. Would say, I would say the Bears against bad defenses. Um, play Justin Fields against bad defenses. He plays well. Okay. I mean, do you want to walk through the schedule? They just won their first game in like 17. So. Right. They've yeah. played five games. He played pretty well against the Commanders. Or sorry, he played really well against the Commanders and pretty well uh, against the Broncos. Fumbled away that late. They lost to the Broncos. That's a great point. At home. Yep, that was a different. Uh, that was a different team run. Okay. Wasn't a division game. Okay. Hey, I was uh, I was trimming my pubes the other day, and I thought, wow, this is pretty awesome. If only I could use this to trim my beard, but I don't want to use the same trimmer for my pubes and my beard. What am I to do? Can I get some relief? Thankfully, Manscaped comes in with the Beard Hedger. Love the Beard Hedger. It's a high-tech piece of art in a travel size package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. Hey, who wrote this copy? John Madden. This sounds like something. Hey, you know, he has a Beard Hedger. He's, he gets in there. He's uh yeah, he's one of those guys who will get penetration. He on the road. He just keeps coming and coming and coming. Uh, love the beard hedger, all joking aside. And the handyman too. If you for you guys who like that that Jimmy G, that stubbly look, nice uh, wet dry shaver as well. You can use it anywhere. It's a guy who's uh hitting the road every Friday night for these VEASAN shows, nine o'clock uh, Pacific. This this thing has been a game changer. Love all the different manscaped uh yeah, they got like crop preserver. They got all these different uh, euphemisms for just making your junk smell better. Your beard nice and shaped up. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code SGP for a look as sweet as candy. Get yourself the handy man from Manscaped. Last thing I'll say about the Bears. Are, do you think uh Johnson R- Roscon plays? Or you think it's a Deonta Foreman game? I think it's a Deonta Foreman game. Yeah, I think I'll be firing a little Deonta Foreman this weekend. And I think it's a Justin Fields rushing game. I like games. I like getting in hitting this game with a stack, some sort of stack. Mm. All right, Seattle coming off their bye. So first week we're talking about teams coming off the bye. They're heading to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. 
This was two and a half on the look ahead. Now it's three minus one sixty on the money line. Seattle plus one thirty five. Forty five and a half is the total. Is the total. You know, last week again. Look, look, watching, what, reviewing the game tape. Um, definitely should not have not taken the Bengals. That was bad. Yeah, I tried to let people know yeah, on the that, show that Joe Burrow was healthy and he was gonna light it up. Wow! Well, and and just, you saw that. Yeah, just. I should have listened to you. Your hundred percent hit rate on injury news. I, I, I always get that wrong. I, uh, I always get that wrong. All right. Apparently he's healthy. Yeah. No. I mean, again, I think he's healthy. He's if he's healthy, this to ha- this isn't the right number. Gino Gino's I, awful. Uh, I think coming off the bye. Gino's yeah. I mean, to me, if you're talking yourself into the um, Seattle Seahawks, it's one. Pete Carroll as a dog, that's usually a, a pretty good time to get in. Even Gino as a dog, he's 2014 and two. Uh, you could talk yourself into Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, um, Chido Bay Awuzie nice. is out uh, for the Bengals. Maybe he, I, I'm not sure if he's coming back. Either way, he's not going to be 100%. You know, the Bengals, not great. Rush defense, 31st in yards per game on the ground. 154 yards per game they're allowing. So you could talk yourself into DK Metcalf, uh, Charbonnet, Ken Walker going off and and really being able to move the ball on this Bengals defense. <clears throat> I guess I would just counter and say, I think Joe Burrow is back. I like Joe Burrow at home. I like Joe Burrow in this situation. He is he is really good as a favorite if it's not a massive number. I think there's still some hesitancy. They people are like, "Hey, we got to see it again. We saw it against the Arizona Cardinals. Let us see it again against this uh, Seattle team. It's a non-conference road spot for Seattle. I think Cincinnati's still a desperate, wounded animal. They need to get up to uh, 500 here with a victory. So yeah, I like the Bengals. Yeah, it's kind of how we predicted the Bengals would start. I don't I, a little bit more drama, but. They they start slow. Once they get going, they'll start picking it up. Yeah, and I think specifically, I guess the, the matchup that I would be concerned about is since he has struggled uh, against the run a little bit at times. Yes. And Pete Carroll, this this team generally they they'll they'll come at you with uh, some creative attempts to to. Uh, I would imagine they're going to attack this this Cincy defense on the ground. Yep, and that that's yeah, the, and, and, that's they're, the and they're missing their corner. They could. The the formula for Seattle winning, I think, is pretty simple. Like they just run it down their throats. Uh, Gino doesn't turn the ball over, and uh, th- maybe they get a turnover off Burrow, that kind of thing. But uh, look at the other side. Like I think you can throw on this Seattle team, twenty uh, fifth in pass DVOA. I think there's going to be some opportunities for Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, uh, maybe even Joe Mixon out of the backfield a little bit. I think this is a good. Continued get right spot for the Bengals and their offense. Yeah, I mean they did give up twenty seven points to Andy Dalton and the, the Panthers. Yeah, it, again. Yeah, they, I mean that that game's a great example of like their pass defense. If you're not afraid to put it into tight windows, and the Bengals receivers are going to get much more separation than the Panthers are. Now, the coming off the bye thing throws things off. Carroll's a dog. Normally not K- like when I want to fade him. Pete Carroll not the. He, nothing spectacular. I th- I was surprised to find out that the off the buy stuff with Carroll is like not nothing. He's fifty two thirty five and three as a dog, fourth best in the league as a since dog. he joined Seattle. Yes, I'm saying the buy. No, no, yeah, yeah. I, I was just pulling the actual number on the Seattle. 
Yeah, so, certainly. I I just you're not getting any sort of uh, discount here. I think you know the Cincinnati. My what what was this? Let me pull. I, I have it. I have the tab open, so I'm gonna pull it up. But what was the, what do you think the line was before the season in this game? Oh, uh, what the I heck? would say probably like four and a half. Everything's wrong now. This is blocking. I I would say kind of yeah. I I think four and a half sounds about right. I mean I I, I thought. I thought the uh, the minus eight to 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 minus three was a crazy overreaction last week against Arizona. This to me, this feels about right. Like I I would probably make this three and a half or four. Uh, yeah, that's that's my point. It's not. It's it's less than three and a half. And so to me, if I if I was coming into this game, and I'm now that I'm actually looking at it, this before the season was four and a half. Yeah. And so easy peasy. I don't see what's changed. If if now if all that's changed is Burrow has gotten back to the original what we thought he was gonna be guy, then why yeah, is it not? I think there's still skepticism in the market. Cool. Since he minus three. Next up, San Fran, the 49ers, uh, once again, they're continuing their streak of being a public team. They keep covering. I keep hearing people talk about how they're uh they're they're off the chart in terms of power rating numbers. <laughs> They're heading to Cleveland. Cleveland coming off a bye. Yeah, uh, lots to talk about here. This was three on the look ahead. It's now seven, three minus three twenty five for the Niners, plus two sixty for the Browns. Thirty seven and a half is the total. Uh, if you're you're seeing it on the screen, but McCaffrey has scored in fourteen straight games. Fifteen straight would be an NFL record, which is pretty wild. And uh, what the heck's going on with Deshaun? He was barely like maybe he's going to play, maybe he's not going to play. Now we're we're a, we're a game and a bye week I'm after. I'm not touching Deshaun Watson. And not only are are we not sure if he's going to play, the Browns decide uh, if this is the new, this is 2023. We got to announce our backup quarterbacks. The Browns announced that their backup quarterback is no longer DTR and it's PJ Walker. Shout out to the Houston Roughnecks of the XFL. I, I don't know what to think about this. I, I this is the game. This is the game you circle. There will be wind in this game. Yeah. I think if there's a game outside of the Chiefs game on Sunday that it, or outside of the Chiefs game, which is Thursday, but if there's a Sunday game, I'm circling and saying weather will have an impact. It's the Browns game. Every trend is going to point to you taking the Browns here. Really? I mean, there's a lot of oh uh, at, at seven Christian, absolutely Christian McCaffrey uh, against the spread, Brock Purdy against the spread. This Niners team in general against the spread, like there's a lot of strong trends I think going for the 49ers. Oh, maybe, but also this is a non-conference road spot. This is a uh, a tough home divisional situation that gets completely wrecked by the quarterback situation. I don't know what this number would be if Deshaun Watson would, was playing, but I, I, th- I that was a smash spot for the Niners. Moving the number all the way down here with a quarterback that I don't know is any worse than Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I, I think you're getting a nice value here with the Cleveland Browns defense, number one in pass defensive DVOA, number three in rush defensive DVOA. You're going to get their best effort. You're going to get a, a kitchen sink game from this uh, Browns team. And and do the 49ers need this game? It's a non conference road game. You just blew out the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone is on uh-huh. their knees servicing the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, you guys are so great. You saw that uh, Instagram post. <laughs> yeah. You guys are so great. Uh, every, Oh, you got, you guys are amazing. Brown's defense opponents are only converting third downs at 22.6% lowest percentage in the NFL. I think this could be a little wake up call for Brock Purdy 
and the San Francisco 49ers. I still think there's a physicality about this Browns uh team. And you look at the the offense with the 49ers, like George Kittle, who had a great game offensively with the uh three receiving touchdowns, I think he's gonna be in there to block a bunch because if you're not if you're not chipping um Miles Garrett, I think you're going to be in trouble. So I think that limits some of the stuff they're going to be able to do offensively. And I think they're going to be able to somewhat limit Christian McCaffrey. So I like the Browns here plus seven, especially with PJ Walker, who has looked competent at times. And to me, massive step up from DTR who looked in his first start, pretty lost. If this was, if this was DTR, I think I would probably take San Francisco minus seven, but preseason God, PJ Walker is at least competent enough. I think to execute this game plan. Yeah, so you know, and again, the, the consensus seems to be saying that if if Watson's playing, it's three, which I, I I'm going to say probably more like three and a half. And if he's not playing, I mean, if he doesn't play, does this get to seven and a half? I guess that's the only question. I think this is factoring in PJ Walker as a starter. Maybe it gets a little higher, but I think this is because they went out of their way to announce. PJ Walker as the backup quarterback. That so to weird. me is signaling that they are starting PJ Walker. Yeah. Home dog trend. I, I think it was on the screen. Coming a team's coming off buys uh in a home game as a dog, 29, 17, and one. Good for 63% ATS since 99. I, I, I you nailed it, right? There, there's motivation here. There's there's letdown potential for San Francisco. And and just how many times can they win as a Massively public team. Although last week I'll push back a little bit. Maybe the Cowboys were catching some action too. Um, mm, this this is I, I would say this game I'm going to put right up there with Kansas City in terms of potential regret if the if the Browns are looking like the team that showed up against the Ravens before the bye week. All right, are, are you feeling good about this if Watson somehow plays? Or are you like, oh shit? Mm, well, if if I got it at seven, I guess, but I I don't <laughs> I don't like. I don't like Deshaun Watson. I I think he turns it over a bunch. He's got a bruised rotator. Cut. Yeah, and what the hell is that? How did you do that? And if he's playing, it means he's not a hundred percent. I would rather a hundred percent healthy PJ Walker, who I'm sure they knew he wasn't going to. I'm sure they've been preparing him the entire bye week for this start. It has to be right. Yeah. When did he sign with the Browns? Do we know that? Not off the top of my head. Yeah, I feel like I I I one thing I didn't do. I did see uh, unrelated to PJ Walker. I did see Colt McCoy was uh, working out for the Vikings. <laughs> so uh backup quarterback season has begun. Brown signed quarterback PJ Walker to practice squad. This is August 30th, Perfect. 2023. So Perfect. he's had enough time to learn. This and what system. do we know about Stefanski's offense? You just need to not fuck it up. Yeah. Can you not fuck it up? Don't be DTR. He did a bad job. Next up saints come another back-to-back -back road spot here. Uh, Saints also looking ahead to Thursday night football against the Jags. They're heading to Houston to take wow. on the Texans. Texans off a loss against my Falcons. They were catching a point and a half on the look at. Now they're catching a point and a half plus one Oh five on the money line. Saints minus minus one twenty five. Forty two and a half is the total. No effing clue why Dennis Allen and this saints team is favored here. It's interesting. Like the the Saints as of late have actually been better straight up on the road than at home. If you look at like the last few years, I, I it's a weird quirk, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean for the most part, I'm looking to. I don't like this Saints team 
in particular on the road. Last week, I think it was a different situation getting on the Saints, mostly as a close your eyes special, fading the Patriots. I I had no idea they would destroy them by 34 points. Right. Maybe that score was a little misleading, but still, they the Patriots were never in that game. Uh, Derek Carr is a road favorite. Not something I ever nope. want to b- buy into. De- <clears throat> Dennis Allen as a road favorite, head coach. No thank you. You saw that uh, that nugget of him off of a, a win, three twelve yeah. and and one ATS. Don't want any part or maybe of that. Maybe that was straight up. Yeah, Horrible. Saints to me are not a team that should be a non-conference road favorite. Coming back to the side on the Texans, looks like they might be able to get Laramie Tunsil back. Huge. Uh, that would be really big for them. Uh, they they will be without Tank Dell. Doesn't That's matter. unfortunate. You know why it doesn't matter? John Mechie, baby. Okay. He came right in, filled right in. Also, they activated or they they designated Noah Brown for return. Another another receiver in their stable of uh, mini Ferraris, we'll call them. Yeah, I mean, this is the John Mechie game. This is the Fuck game where we're challenging Demar Hamlin for that comeback player of the year because we're like, oh, John Mechie is alive, Ryan. John Mechie. Sur- Do we have film of John Mechie dying? No, but can't. Like, I've said this Does many times. NFL films have video of him dying. How many NFL fans have died and been resurrected? Not many, but a lot can relate to cancer. So I, I right. I, well, thankfully the fans aren't voting, but the the the, the reporters are. And they yeah, can and relate. they hate the fans. They can relate. To if them. anyone, the reporters are like, "Oh, I'm so better than these dumb, stupid fans." You're you're leaning into my point. They're like, "Oh, yeah, they probably oh. want me to vote for John Mechie." No, thank so you. you. Think Demar I'm Ham- Peter King. He survived death. Demar Hamlin's locked it up then. I I mean I I'll keep reiterating this. Yes, Demar Hamlin will win Comeback Player of the Year. Okay. Talk to me after they they spend twenty fucking minutes on the broadcast. Between the Bengals and the Bills, celebrating Demar Hamlin. If that game happens and there's no mention of Demar Hamlin, I'll feel worried. I'll change my stance. Until then, I think he's winning Comeback Player of the Year. Um, Chris Olave also for the Saints. Whatever he did to himself last week, he didn't look himself. Yeah, he's dealing with like a toe thing, which as a receiver sucks because they kind of like play through it, but they don't. They yeah. don't quite have that burst. They're not quite running as hard. He didn't look great. Is a back-to-back road spot for the Saints. This is I. I really like the Texans here. Yeah, easy. Um, and also C.J. Stroud. Turns out uh, I was right so far. Looking 186 electric. passes without an interception. That's crazy. Yeah. Fourth most, or and it's also crazy because it's not just like stupid checkdown stuff. He's no. fourth most in intended air yards. Yeah, that, I believe that's an NFL record. Start to start a career. Yeah. All right. So th- no, no. That can I. Can I say something out loud? All out. A lot of these, as 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 I was creating the sheet, it really they just were like, oh yeah, well, obviously this is the side you'll take this week. Me? No. Oh no, like you, like right, like the sheet was speaking to me. Yeah. Um, a lot of obvious spots. By the way, Houston. Ooh, what a what a great teaser situation. (laughs) Colts head to Jacksonville. Hit the flow chart sound effect. Because the Jags, while they are looking ahead to Thursday night football, they own the Colts in Jacksonville. This was five and a half on the look ahead. For some reason, people are betting the Colts with Minshew down to four. This was seven before the season, Sean. I all over the place. Jacksonville minus two hundred on the money line. Colts wow. plus one sixty five. Forty five and a half is the total. Just look at the screen, Sean. The Jag yep. eight straight they've won and covered. 
against the Colts in Jacksonville. Okay. Which, which is moving on. No. Well, I mean, I, I think uh, it's worth talking about. What about uh, Trevor Lawrence? zero and five as a home favorite. Yeah. So they, they cover when they're a dog, when they're unexpected against this Jags team. But now the tables have turned and the Jags are the dog in this situation. But you, you, they also won all those games, right? No, I'm just, yeah, I, I think, I think the Jags could win and not cover this game. Okay. But why? So, so you think you agree with the people that are coming in betting Gardner Minshew and this Colts team? No, I mean this one's tough because Minshew—it's weird. He's looked good when he comes in mid-game. He's a relief pitcher, but then when he has to play the entire game against—and granted, that was Baltimore, so their defense is tough. But he did not look good. He did get the win outright against the Ravens. I do think the Jags looking ahead to to Thursday night. You got Jonathan Taylor. They're finally going to unleash him. Shaq Leonard back, could he pay back? Yeah, I I think I'm gonna actually go. Uh, I don't love either team on here. I'm gonna take Indy plus four. This feels like a field goal game. You're not gonna mention the Minshew revenge game, Gardner Minshew revenge game. Yeah, I don't know how I didn't mention that. Uh, this to me is now. Grant, I do think I'm not gonna. I uh, Colts is a live dog. Is it intriguing? But them catching four, I think, is the right play. So you're just gonna spit in the face of the flow chart. No, the flowchart is straight up. It's not ATS. What are you talking about? That stat was ATS and straight up. I I like my own nugget that uh, Trevor Lawrence hasn't won as a home favorite until that, he does. That, I'm not going to back him as a home favorite. That's okay. my. So then you are going to creed. spit in the face of the flowchart. Sure. Okay. Wow. Just things things that are older than time themselves just being thrown out here. <laughs> Uh, one last thing, you might want to fade the Colts. Here's why. Guess who they signed to their practice squad? Because it sounds like AR 15 might be done for the season. Really? It's that bad. Four to eight weeks, and that they, they aren't saying he's not done for the season. Like some of these other players, where you're getting the news break. Uh, Devin H N not done for the season. Hey, expect him to be back. They didn't say that with Anthony Richardson. So people are. Um, Suggestively saying, "Hey, maybe he's done for the season." Kellen Mond on the Colts practice squad. Okay, all-time loser. Remember Matt? Remember when uh, Mike Zimmer was asked if he needed? Uh, I've seen enough of Kevin. <laughs> any uh, coach Zimmer? Any chance you want to see uh, Kellen Mond there in the game? He's like, oh, I've seen enough of him in practice. It's like, wow. Okay, Zimmer. Well, geez. Apparently, uh, throw him under the bus. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, the Colts haven't seen enough of him. Uh, yeah, this is crazy, Sean. You're taking the Colts. All right, give me the Jags laying four. I'm, I'm dialed in, Ryan. Dialed in. I think the Jags' uh, defense s- slowly getting better, and I think the Jags on offense. A yeah, little worried that Zay Jones may be out, but K- Kirk, uh, Ridley, Ingram. This, I, I kind of think they might be able to get it figured out against the back end of the Colts. And so, if they can, if their defense can be sturdy against the run, I think they'll have a good game here. Because, like you mentioned, uh, Gardner Minshew, not not a he's a finisher, not a starter. <laughs> hey, just a friendly reminder: the show is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's right. How many times have you thought, like, "Hey, uh, something is good for me," but instead, I'm gonna do something bad, something that sabotages you? Whether it's you know having an extra beer, maybe you have issues with food, uh, you know, starting an argument when you know, like, oh, why am I doing this uh, to myself? There's so many times where uh, you know we're animals. There's so many times where your brain gets in its own. Way 
Uh, and and you know, talking things out is a great way to handle that. There's no shame if you're if you're dealing with stress. Uh, you know, you got you're running a you got like a sports gambling podcast company stressing you out. You got you got a bunch of bets stressing you out. Whatever it is in your life that's stressing you out, uh, talking to someone really can be beneficial. Um, and again, if you're thinking of starting therapy, BetterHelp is a, a great way to get started. All those excuses you have for therapy, like oh, I don't want to go to a therapist's office, you know, the parking validated, uh, you know, do all that stuff. They've made it way easier. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I do fill out a questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find someone that you can actually chop it up with, have a conversation, just vent. You, it, it's it's great. You're it, this person is going to listen to all your bitching and you know help you uh, help you get your brain in a better place. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/sgpn today to get ten percent off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-R-H-E-L-P.com slash SGPN. Yeah, the chat is uh is is yelling at us that of course Sean's right. The Colts are the play because they've been in London for two weeks. Was that a part of your handicap? Uh I, I don't think that helps. I I know Jags came back and got the win. That was close. Again, my trend of teams coming back from London you would mean be Falcons. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Of teams coming back from London will be trailing at some point in the fourth quarter. That did come true in that game. They ended up getting the win in the cover, although it was really close uh to the spread. I especially two week trip. But 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 that was a good game. Like both teams yeah. played well. It wasn't like they won a shitty they they got lucky. I thought they looked good. Like I, I, I would say that they didn't look like a team that was sluggish. So we have all these trends. We have all these data to me. Like I, I like to match up trends that I, that makes sense as a good handicapper that fit my narrative. And this Jags team, when dealing with expectations, especially at home, no, no, it's come fair. up short. That would be my, if you asked me uh, what was my biggest concern about this, Trevor Lawrence plays well when there is no pressure, right? And there was a ton of pressure in that first half of that playoff game. Then he threw four interceptions and the game was completely over. Oh, Hey, now I can play loose and free. I think being a four point favorite with um, yeah, with, with this opportunity for this division game, you're looking ahead towards Thursday night, having two London games coming back with the Thursday night game on deck. It's a lot. Yeah. I think it's a field goal game. All right. Minshew might be, maybe Minshew's not good. That that's the only that that would be what I'm leaning on a little bit. All right, Panthers, another back-to-back road spot wow. here. And you know, I did did I did I list Frank Reich when I gave out those first? Coast oh, I mean, fired? what he was saying I, about the owner. If you saw that clip, he's not listed in the the it, odds it was, I'm looking at. It was very weird because he's like, yeah, you know, some places the owner like lets you do your thing, but this owner is really has a lot of power. We have a lot of conversations. They're not comfortable, but I trust that they make me better. It it was it was a very weird press conference. They um and and later on in that same press conference, you see it up on the screen, but Right, and sorry, just to go back to Gardner Minshew. Oh wow. A uh, just- danger Aaron saying swing your sword. Uh we just saw a a Bigfoot sighting. If there is any time to back Gardner Minshew, it has to be right after a viral video of definitely Bigfoot wandering around uh, his surfaces. That is a sign for Mike Leach 
uh, AKA the great pirate in the sky telling us to go and youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. If you can't see Bigfoot, it's probably because he, he blends in so well with the camo. I gotta be honest. I, the funniest thing is the first comment on the video that I saw this on uh, posted. It w- basically, why does everyone zoom stop working when they find Bigfoot? Yeah. It's it is pretty funny. Yeah, it's how like, can you not zoom in more? Wait, What's where, going where on? Where are the other videos from the people on this? Uh, anyway, yeah. How come the entire train didn't see Bigfoot wandering around? I'm not going to ans- ask those questions. I just know a sign <laughs> when I see one, right? Uh, so later on in that same press conference that you're referencing, where the the conversation about ownership happens, uh, quote: Every coach would tell you when you're zero and five, what's the answer? Do more? No, the answer is do less. Hmm. Uh, what what the fuck does that mean, Frank? Yeah, I I. Is this why the Colts underperformed all these years? Maybe he's got to give up play calling duty. Uh, th- and he had even announced that th- there's just been weird dynamics from this Panthers team from the beginning. Shout out to all the Panthers fans that apologized to me for picking them to be the last winless team. Oh wait, no one, uh, no one has reached out. That's been, uh, you know, and shout out to the, you know, like I was surprised to find that that was paid out. Didn't have to wait till the end of the season. Panthers are the worst team against the run, 32nd in rush defensive DVOA, setting up like a big Raheem Mostert game. Our boy Devin Achan, shout out to everyone else in the media who doesn't take two seconds to. Not that I'm the pronunciation police by any means, but he's he explained it's Devin Achan. Like it, it, I don't know why people were making fun of him (laughs) that he let people know how to say his. Yeah, it's a weird take. It's not a big deal. It seems like like, hey. I scored four touchdowns, motherfuckers. Yeah. Now you're going to pronounce right. my name right. Well, uh, yeah, I, I don't even think I finished t- saying the odds for this oh, one. Sorry. Miami, uh, another another public side for them. Not surprising. L- uh, laying thirteen and a half here, minus eight hundred on the money line. Five fifty for the Panthers. Forty eight and a half is the total. We do expect there to be some Florida weather, saying some uh, scattered thunderstorms and decent wind. So that it was interesting to see that. I, I, Probably not a good thing for Bryce Young, uh, but uh, Dolphins. Pro- Dolphins should have beaten the Giants by more points. I think that's probably an accurate take. But the people, my new favorite thing is when I hear someone say something like this. Well, they got that pick six, so that was basically like. I mean, that should have been like fourteen points the other <laughs> way. It's like, well, sure, I understand that was a fourteen point swing, but you also can't just be like, well, that's not going to happen when it's Tua. And he then went on later in the same game to throw an equally horrible interception. Yeah, Tua has so. some Tua e moments. Had some against the Giants. They still got the cover. To me, if you're making a case for the Panthers, and it's tough to make that case, it's just the historicness of being a back-to-back <laughs> double-digit favorite. It's tough for teams like the Dolphins to cover that. Uh, teams who are back-to-back double-digit favorites. In previous games, last was it last twenty years? If they covered the first game, thirty-seven percent covering the second time. Well, that makes sense. It, just because it's it's human nature, it's hard to get up for these big well, blowouts. And the Dolphins have a look ahead spot, possibly to the Eagles. Uh, like, yes, if definitely. you're if you're up if you're up seventeen points, are you going to be keeping in Raheem Mostert? Are you going to be keeping in two? Are you going to keep trying to chase and run up the score? Yeah. The other side is. The Dolphins, even without um, Devin Achan, 
have a tremendous amount of speed. Jeff Wilson's back. Like they're a very, very fast team. And then breaking big plays against this Panthers defense, which is lethargic. It's banged up. They're very banged up. Uh, Bryce Young just looks lost out there as far as putting up offensive points. They're also in the market for a wide receiver one. Yeah. Uh, oh man, this is tough because I I almost want to take Why the Panthers, but that feels like a little too cute. Sean, when was the here's a fun fun trivia question for you? What year was it last time the Dolphins were double digit favorites in back to back weeks? It's got to be. I mean, it's got to be like Dan Marino time, right? 1995, Dan Marino, end of his career, I guess. But yeah, uh, yeah. Look, perfect timing. Jeff Wilson. I mean, we almost joked about this all. Like Jeff Wilson was going to come back off the IR when one of the other running backs got hurt. Uh, like clockwork, it happens. I don't think. I think that's the whole point of their running back room. They have a whole bunch of guys that are fast and fragile, and figure a couple of guys will be healthy at all at any given time. I I don't. I know the number moved up. So here's where I'm at when it comes to the, my, my claim earlier about market dynamics. <laughs> we're getting, we were getting a discount on the Jags. Uh, we were getting a, a nice price on the Browns. Like I, th- we were getting a discount on the, on the Vikings uh, we're getting, we're getting a nice price on the Panthers here, according to the market. But I, I would say that like, not so fast. This Panthers team is almost unbeatable. Yeah. What, yeah. As, what a, a, as a eye test gut handicapper, just, I'm just going to think about if, and I probably won't actually get down on this game. Cause it's, it, it, it just feels like Miami is too set up to take their foot off the gas. But if we're watching this game uh, Sunday at, at like 1130 halfway through, or am I going to be mad that I bet on the Panthers or mad that I bet on the dolphins? I'm going mad that I bet on the Dolphins. There, there's certain the back door. Yeah, maybe is around, but I'm going Dolphins. If if you if you're in a let's just say you're in a second chance survivor pool that starts this week. Yeah. So every team's available. It, are you like Miami or Kansas City more? Hmm. Trying to, I would have to look at their the rest of the schedule and see like when I want to burn them. But uh, yeah, I mean. Hmm. Miami would be pretty hard to pass up this week. Carolina, Carolina is only going to get better. We got a At couple some double. point, Carolina is going to make a change and they're going to start to get better. Yeah, but right now they're 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 broken. All right, let's move over to the afternoon slate. One hundred and five on the West Coast. The Patriots. They it's re- a baby fucking wheel, man. They return to the scene of the crime out in Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Raiders coming off Monday Night Football. Nice win there. Uh, again, Mark Davis excited to be collecting his lady at the airport, playing a little slots. Uh, yeah, watching, his, love it. watching his slot receiver, Kobe Myers, cash my first touchdown. Slot. Now they're laying three here. Look at it was one and a half. Uh oh. Market dynamics alert. Minus 165 on the money line. Patriots plus 135. 41 and a half is the total. Patriots are a close your eyes special. Patriots are returning to the scene of the most hilarious oh play. Oh my god, I in forgot recent about memory. That. And the player who initiated it all has changed sides. <laughs> Full benedicting here. Belichick versus former assistants, blah, blah, blah. I didn't even mention it, but the Raiders are catching all the all the action to this point. Yeah. So 
Uh, Fuck, uh, we have to take the Patriots, Sean. We do. And thankfully that's the close your eyes special making this decision for us because yeah. I I I would not want to be on the Raiders. I don't want to be on the Patriots, but the fact that it's close your eyes special makes it a little easier. I ask you this. I know he got a lot of um, a lot of grief, a lot of guff when it was uh, last year, but it, could it be that Joe Judge was the secret to the Patriots offense? <laughs> I know everyone goes, "Oh, hey, once they get a real offensive coordinator, Billy O'Brien." Uh, they've looked horrific on offense. They've gotten outscored 72 to 3 their last two games. It is just really, really bad. I mean, just slide Joe Judge over there. Let get, get him behind the controls. Well, that I do have a note. Patrick Graham coordinated Joe Judge's defense mm. for the Giants. Okay. Patrick Graham, now the defensive coordinator for the Las Vegas Raiders. I, I is that good or bad? Good. Okay. I think that Bill Bell, I think they're going to be able to operate an offense against. I think you're going to see a lot of basic ass shit with the running backs and the tight ends. And I think it's going to be lame ass, boring football. I understand why the, the number is short of 42, certainly an a, a under or nothing game, not a totals guy. But I, I just, I watched that game last week. Maybe I have a little, you know, subjective bias here, but they come on. Raiders had no business winning last week. This feels like the same spot, and the Patriots were embarrassed here with that. Mac Jones was. Do you remember his ass trying to tackle Chandler Jones? Yeah, that I, was the funniest shit we I, saw I, I mean, outside of the Zeke play last year. The Patriots have gotten embarrassed a lot lately. It, it, this is this is kind of Belichick's last stand. I guess if you're making a case for the Patriots, you could point out the Cowboys and Saints, who they got worked by, did have. Pretty good defenses. Um, number five for the Saints, DVOA. Cowboys number eight. Uh, if you're if you're trying to and don't don't interpret it as a compliment of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm just saying if you're if you're trying to make some excuses for why the Patriots have looked so bad. Also, defensive touchdowns have been involved in those. Yeah, those if he can just lines. not <laughs> if he could just not throw a defensive pick six, maybe they get through this all right. I think in a weird way, this is good that they went on the road because no one's going to be booing them if things get off to a slow start. You don't think, I think the, this you don't is think like the chatterheads made the trip. Uh, I've heard so. I've heard this take that Patriots fans are so entitled that they wouldn't make a trip to Vegas. Are I, you? Are you stupid? They fucking love. It's a baby an excuse to go wheel, to Vegas man. with the boys. Well, they probably already bet uh, got their tickets. That's my point. Is cousin is cousin Mush going right? No, uh, actually, cousin Mush will be out for the Giants game. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, maybe pick. I mean, either way, it was a horrible game. But yeah, I I am I'm shocked to hear people think that they're not going to be a ton of Patriots fans at this game. That's a crazy take to me because. I think if if any anyone from the Northeast has an excuse to come to Vegas for an away game, you're doing it. Period. Uh, you like to drink. You like to yep. you like to party. Yep. You like to watch your football team. Don't tell yep. me the Patriots fans are too entitled to show up. <laughs> Patriots plus three all day. Uh, uh, also a teaser. So, eh, maybe we don't tease. No, you one. don't need to tease Mac Jones. He's all horrible right. as a dog. Another 105 on the West Coast. Detroit. The Lions heading to Tampa. Don't know anything about Dan Campbell's strip club game. Bucks coming off, coming off the bye. They are catching three at home, plus one forty on the money line. Lions minus one sixty five. Forty three and a half is the total. I, I mean, what's not to like about the spot for the Bucks here? 
Lions riding high, smelling themselves. Yeah, I mean Jameer Gibbs, Brian Branch didn't practice. I, I don't think Gibbs being out makes much of a difference. But Branch I do think, does. I do think Branch does. I'm on Raw Limited for them. Uh, Bucks sounds pa- like he's gonna play though. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would probably guess that as well. Uh, Bucks pass defense, second in defensive DVOA. Their defense overall is number six. I think. <laughs> I think their defense is pretty good. And you have a week, um, you know, coming off the bye. Figure out some stuff with Baker. Uh, Lions just lost their cornerback Emmanuel Mosley. He's out for the season. The 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 thing that is really slowing me down is, did you see Mike Evans didn't play because of the hamstring, or so he didn't practice today on Wednesday because of the hamstring? Are we sure it wasn't a rest thing? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure they, they no, had a lot him. of times Wednesday you'll have just like, so Darren Waller, he was on the injury report with a groin injury. It was a rest with a, like, he's not missing the game. I, I got the sense that the Mike Evans thing was similar. I'll dive in while you continue. Okay. To- Cause it's, there's a video of him working on the side, practicing with the team or sorry, like working off the sideline with the, uh, the trainer. He did a brief jog. I don't know. If Mike Evans doesn't play, I'm feel way worse about this game. The fact that it's hanging at three or that it even got bet down, um, to me makes me think Mike Evans is playing. Cause I think if Mike Evans doesn't play, that's huge because he's such a big part of their offense. I mean, Trey Palmer, Godwin, uh, Kate Otten, I I don't know if it's a death sentence if he's not out there. I I do think that they they've had some time to prepare without him, right? That this is now uh, coming out of a bye week. I do think, based on uh, some of the, again, I said we shouldn't be listening to these people, but the the internet doctors, they they say it's very common for someone to be coming off an injury and still get some sort of rest day on that initial Wednesday. Uh, so nothing to be overly concerned about, but yeah, I mean, I like them less if he's out there. But is he worth anything on the number, Sean? Uh, Probably not. This I would l- say like a half point because he's such a big part of their offense. This was three and a half in the summer. Yeah, uh, is that right for it to only be three now? Well, so I guess for me, I both was, teams have gotten better than I think expected. Yeah, so I think the market price sees both teams, like you said, better than expected. I was high on the Bucks coming in. And probably lower than I should have been on the lines. I didn't think this lines defense would be as good as it has been. But I think going on the road, not coming off a bye, dealing with these injuries, I think that's enough for me to take the uh take the Bucks here as a home dog. But yeah. I, I I'll be bummed if Mike Evans doesn't play. You are a big Mike Evans guy, but maybe that's a big Godwin. He's having game. a good season. Maybe it's a big Godwin game then. Uh yeah, I, I just I love the spot coming off the bye. And I think we didn't really mention it much, but I kind of like the matchup where Todd Bull, Todd Bowles in this defense against uh, Jared Goff on the road here. Yeah, could be a little some moisture in the air. Jared Goff, small hands, balls going whoop, a little slippery. Slippery when wet. Jer- Jared Goff Island is slippery when wet. Uh, real estate popping off over there right now. Just kidding, it's all boarded up. One twenty-five on the West Coast. The Cardinals head to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Rams catching a lot of action here. Look ahead was four and a half. I believe it opened up at something like four and a half, five, and got bet up to seven. Minus 325 on the money line for the Rams. Arizona plus 260. 48 and a half is the total. This is a big 
I feel like th- we have to say this is a big number for this Rams team to be laying. Oh, disagree. This is a. I think this is a low number. I think the Rams put it on them. I think the Rams whooped the Cardinals. Rams have owned the Cardinals under McVay 10 2 and 1 ATS the last 13. I saw that Rams team in person last week. I think if it wasn't for them playing an elite defense like the Eagles. <laughs> I mean, you're fluffing, you're, you're gassing them up, as they say. Arizona, 30th in pass DVOA. They lost James Conner, which is kind of the heart and soul of that offense and a, an emotional leader. I think that's going to really. Be tough on them. This is another week where you figured out what you can do with Puka and Cup. Stafford, another week removed from his hip bruise. He's not going to be facing the crazy pressure uh, that he felt against the Eagles in the second half of that game. I think this is just the Cardinals were above their head. They're they're a team that lacks a ton of talent. And uh, you want to talk about division? Rams have won eleven the last fourteen, and th- those are even like Cardinal. Those are even like Kyler playing pretty decent games. I think this is going well, Josh to Josh Dobbs is playing. Right. He's uh, better uh, than Kyler. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Josh Dobbs. I like him. He he's been frisky as a dog. I was off them last week. I'm off them again this week. I think this is just yeah, I, I think this they're good Rams are gonna win by double digits. Be I mean I think the angle, basically, the angle is well. The Cardinals are cooked for whatever reason. People are holding on. They yeah. haven't, they haven't come close to covering. They remember the, last the two friskiness weeks. of them only losing by nineteen to San Francisco. Well, it's all those former divisional foes, right? Yeah. Now that he doesn't have the, although, I don't think the Eagles played the Rams at least not last year. Yeah, I, I mean there there's some history there, right? Was Gannon on the step? No, maybe he wasn't. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the number again. Cardinals lost by fourteen at home to the Bengals. Lost by nineteen to the Rams. Lost by or beat the Cowboys. That was awesome. Um, lost to the Giants, which that looks like a really bad loss really now in bad. hindsight. Really bad. Only lost to the Commanders by four. I think they were getting a little steamed up, and and I do think they exceeded expectations early on. I think Gannon had a really good playbook, but I'm I feel good about McVay. Uh, in this matchup and their offense, I, I I think I think Cooper Cup, I think Stafford. Now that he has both Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, is is going to really eat here. Yeah, I I do worry about laying this number, and I I would even go back to the Cardinals Bengals game. I if that pick six, <laughs> you're doing what uh, you were just making fun of people for. Oh doing. no no, I'm not gonna I'm not trying to say like the game should have been closer, but that really did change the game. And I didn't think, I, I think this is now a couple of weeks in a row where where something has happened and the car once the cardinal spirit was broken, yeah, they just went away. And I and I imagine something similar happens here. Yeah, and that's that's kind of where I'm getting to. I think maybe if you like the Cardinals, you look to them in the first half, uh, but it it does seem like now two weeks in a row they're in, I you know what I guess you go three weeks. Well, throw out the Cowboys game because they their spirit somehow was broken against the Giants too, and so there's 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 a decent sample size of three. Yeah, they're games falling apart in the second half where you just see them completely crater in these games, and so yeah, I, I, I and and James Conner he he's he's a big that, part of that team. That kid looked good. I know their their news was being made because Ingram is listed as the starting running back now, but that Demarcado guy looked looked like he had some pop. So 
I I don't think that this team is DOA. They still have Ertz and 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 uh, Trey McBride, who was getting going last week, and 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 Hollywood's been playing better. But yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm laying the points. I was saying all that to say, like, this is where I'm I'm going against my market dynamics, fucking. Oh. Which we'll see. Last week it burned me when I I didn't obey the market in a Cardinals game. Hey, have you signed up for Underdog Fantasy? If you're not, what are you doing, man? The pick'em is so fun. Uh, Kramer and I just did an episode with the best ball draft resurrection, aka best ball 2.0 mid-season. It's underdog's the best. Great way to uh, cash in. Those scorchers are so fun. If you go five for five on scorchers and you you, you get in those multipliers, you can get it all the way up to a hundred x. Just a fun game. So fun to throw a couple bucks on those. All of a sudden the game gets super super interesting. Hundred percent deposit match up to five hundred dollars. It's a limited time. They won't even tell me how long they're going to keep this going. They want to, they want to, they want to create some urgency, but it could be tomorrow. Who knows? Get that sweet deposit bonus underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by hall of fame bets. Love hall of fame bets. Love their parlay optimizer. Kramer is a guy who uh, digs into the numbers first touchdown. It's fun to just hit that deep data button and you instantly see, Hey, how many touchdowns have they score? What, it, how many games have they gotten over 35 yards? They do all the heavy lifting for you. Let the nerds do the dirty work. You don't need to be sitting there with your abacus trying to figure out everything. Let them do all the heavy lifting. Got the hall of fame bets app on my phone right now. Love that thing. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right. What do we got? One one more afternoon game happens to be your Philadelphia Eagles driving up the Turnpike. Go Birds. Take on the New York Football Jets. Eagles no surprise here even though they're on the back-to-back road spot. They're catching all the action. Spot. Well, of course, it's a bus ride. They're not they're not they fly or they drive. <laughs> I don't even know if it's possible to fly. Ah, yeah, it would be way, way fly more. Philly airport to oh, New York airport. God, just drive. Trust me. Uh, there is expected to be some rain and wind. I don't think the wind is going to be impactful. May, maybe the, uh, the water is uh, since we first looked, started looking at this, Sean and having the debate about Garrett Wilson, AJ Brown, I would say I'm no longer concerned about weather impacting this one from a fantasy perspective. Eagles laying seven minus two eighty five on the money line. Jets plus two thirty. Forty one is the total. I, I'm assuming this was a tough decision for you, being um, that you had you got to experience a lovely weekend with Zach Wilson in the mountains, uh, cash and tickets out there in Denver. You, you know, Bigfoot I, right around the corner. Uh, I mean, you could talk yourself into the Jets as a home dog, but no, no, not, you couldn't. Not. Not with the Elijah Vera Tucker news. Uh, if you missed it, Elijah Vera Tucker, aka their good offensive lineman, which they've had issues with their offensive line. Mackay Becton's up and down. They've had injuries, but Elijah Vera Tucker is their guy. Now he's out for the entire season. Right tackle was a good draft pick for them. Uh, one of the few they haven't completely fucked up. When you lose a tackle like that and you're facing this Eagles pass rush, it is you are going to get destroyed. I, I just don't see how Hassan Reddick doesn't eat against a backup tackle. Jalen Carter, of course, um, I keep tagging in all the amazing Jalen Carter stuff. He's having, he's having an amazing year. He's like leading the league in uh, defensive tackle pressures. 
Yeah, I said he's totally killing it out there. Oh, okay. Well, you you went out your way to keep insulting him. I I I didn't know if you had. Oh, he's murdering it. He is. He's doing a great job, Ryan. He's killing it. He is. Jets second worst in the league with rush yards allowed to the quarterback. Uh, we saw we saw Jalen Hurts get a little frisky there running the ball. Seems like whatever was slowing him down, uh, quarterback rushing wise, he he's figured that out. <clears throat> Getting back to the tush push because it becomes an issue. Uh, uh, they failed finally. <laughs> for who? At the end of the game, they failed. Who? The Eagles. What? They didn't get it. When? They ran a tush push on like a two yard play towards the end of the game. Oh, they, they were trying it. to run the clock out. Yeah, they didn't get it. I'm okay. just saying they failed. Uh. This is great. A quote as if the they don't have to worry about enough. The Jets now must prepare for the Eagles' unorthodox and somewhat controversial quarterback sneak. Controversial. What is, a, Ooh, like what is unorthodox about a quarterback sneak? He hikes the ball and he moves forward, and people are like, "Oh, but the pushing! It's the pushing." Kenny Gainwell going like this to Jalen Hurts is not why the tush push is successful. This from like the the guys pushing. Jalen hurts. It reminds me of my wife when we're trying to like move a couch. She's like, okay, look, I'm helping. It's not the reason the couch is getting moved. The couch is getting moved because of Jason Kelsey, the offensive line. They actually practice quarterback sneaks. I'm no longer referring it as the tush push. It's a stupid name. It's a quarterback sneak. It's one of the original I'm NFL. Glad you're not plays. saying brother, brotherly shove either. That was. It's a quarterback too. sneak. Yeah, there you go. And R- Coach Robert Sala, if the quarterback carries the ball, we've got to give him eleven kisses. What does that mean, Robert Sala? I have no idea. Eleven people to the ball. I like that. Okay, cool. I, I it works because Jalen Hurts is good at picking angles, and he squats six hundred pounds. And the offense, they actually practice it. They brought in a rugby guy. They said, "Hey, this is how quarterback sneaks work." They actually practice it. Almost all other teams don't practice. It. I would say that <clears throat> Jalen Hurts squatting six hundred pounds is not the most important thing. If you watch the play, you want a breakdown. Maybe we'll, maybe I'll do a film breakdown and throw it up on YouTube. No, I agree. But it's not. If you watch, what happens is there. It, much like uh, I'm watching the, uh, currently, the uh, rugby World Cup is going on, so I've been watching a lot of rugby. But there's a lot of no, they uh, brought in a rugby guy. Well, and there's a lot of similarities to the way that a scrum will start, and what the what you what you see that's very distinct is the way that the initial impact that the uh, center and two guards, so Kelsey and the two guards make, is actually ahead. The tackles, if you watch, they take a pause because their goal is to much like in rugby. They're actually getting behind a little bit the guards to kind of create this inward pressure where they're pushing, which then allows no matter what happens with Kelsey, because if you watch him in the play, his face is basically on the fucking ground. He's like, I'm, I'm going lower than you. Well, no. So once he's under, he's a wedge. And so by then, the two tackles, Lane and, and Mylotta, then pr- producing a little bit of pressure along with Hertz and his 600 yard squat causes the whole thing to collapse forward. And then yeah, it's just about taking the right angle. I do think it matters to have the guys behind you pushing and knowing how to push. I actually that's think that's the biggest thing. You watch the Eagles do it, and they've actually practiced pushing another man from behind. These other teams, it's like <laughs> it's very strange. I, I will say they're grown men, and they they couldn't look sillier. So yeah, a long breakdown, but yeah, I think uh, it's uh, it's well well played. Shouldn't be illegal, and uh, you're really just crying if you want to make it illegal. You can't take the Jets here. No. The Eagles number one in rush defensive DVOA. So if you're thinking like, oh, Brees Hall's gonna run all over him, I I I don't see how that happens. The now, only way now they- maybe maybe the Eagles are looking ahead to 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 the Dolphins or something like that, but 
this team for the most part is is pretty focused and, and pretty dialed in. Maybe the Jets back door. I just I, I no think sauce. The, we didn't even mention that. <clears throat> no. Uh yeah, I mean that's gonna be huge. I just how does this Jets team move the ball without that offensive line? I love the matchup of the Eagles defense against the Jets. If you had offense. to guess, what would what would you guess the Jets defensive DVOA is right now in rank? One well, through so thirty-two. The Jets are interesting because they're um, they're kind of seen as a team that's having a good defense, but like the advanced numbers aren't quite as favorable. I think their defense would I would guess like eighteenth. It's fifteenth. It's yeah, right middle of the pack. Yeah, it's not spectacular. It's certainly not good enough to be able to. To go toe to toe with the again, we've spoken Rare about this. Breed the, 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 the the top the top of the NFL and is so separated from even the middle class. This is suggesting that the Jets are middle class, which they're not. They're not with Zach Wilson. No. And they're coming off a win. So I, I would imagine Zach so Wilson. So many great reasons to fade him. I mean, Zach Wilson, though, his career wins are up to 11 now, which Justin, Justin, Justin Fields, Fields may Fields never catch him. at his heels. Same, same draft class. What an amazing. What am I, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence uh, is, is, is him, I guess. All right. Sunday night football, Sean. I, what are they doing? Why do they do this? Daddy Dayball comes back to Buffalo. The the fact that Giants fans are still this hard on Dayball is, I honestly. I'm not trying to troll or make a joke is confusing. Who's hard on them? Oh, I haven't heard any giants fans, giants media be super critical of Brian Dable call for his job. Like if, if this was happening to the Eagles, there would be, you want to be like a whiny baby. And every time something shiny goes by your face, you want to scream. I, what are you? No, no, I told it, you I have a lot, of, I'm not, lots of question about his is, roster. Decision. This isn't even, this isn't you. I'm just in general. If this was happening in the city of Philadelphia, oh, people are definitely they would be calling for him to get fired. I guess I'm not yeah, seeing I, that in my Giants. I think feed. I think that the, if I was making a pie chart on who's to blame, right, a hundred percent of people want the offensive line coach fired. Yeah, hundred um, percent. After that, the special teams coach also a hundred percent want him fired. I would say Kafka. Not a ton of people seeming to want to blame him. <laughs> But a number of people have popped their heads up with the Dable's a fraud. Dable's a fraud. Like that's not okay. I, I guess I, I'm I'm not as dialed in, obviously. To, to may, and maybe maybe the mainstream. It's it. You just have the fact that he's the coach of the year. You all voted for it, so you don't want to look like idiots. You probably have a little of that, yeah. right? Well, they spend so much hyping him up. They're not going to instantly start tearing him down. But I also, yeah, I. I and you you could have a nice conversation with yourself about whose fault this is. I mean the in the nature of the offense is broken due to the fact that the roster didn't have offensive line support once again. Surprised that an injury uh, would cause the problem. Uh, the film bros would tell you that um, somehow Dan Jones might have played his best game of the year last year last week, and they really? did, they still failed to score an offensive touchdown. The neck injury is not the same as last time, so it okay. sounds like he's going to play. And for as banged up as the Giants are, which comically banged up, basically everyone's on the injury report. Well, and you mentioned the offensive line uh, in practice today. The Giants were only able to field six offensive linemen. Yeah, like I said, from the fifty-three man roster, comically banged up. That's kind of funny. And one one of them is Justin Pugh coming off an ACL. Pugh, Pugh, Pugh. Yeah. Giants have lost five of their last six games by 18 points or more. 
On the other side, I do Bill's think defense is wrecked. Matt Milano, if you remember, I think it was maybe a couple of years ago. I, I feel like we were on that trend of like Matt Milano when when they lost him or when he was out, that really set bad vibes for this Bills team. Um and and Tredavious White, of course, being out, maybe that was part of the reason they lost to the the Jags. You'd imagine Bills at home Sunday night game. They will uh, coming off a loss. They will get up for this game. To me, this pick decide is decided who is going to be the Giants' quarterback because Tyrod Taylor in a revenge game playing his brand of ball. Oh, I think Dan, I I think Jones is playing. Okay, that's unfortunate. I mean, for me, picking the Giants. I mean, I I I think it's. I mean, I I don't I don't think there's. I I'm surprised people are suggesting there's question around that. First of all, okay. Now, is there a chance he gets benched? Maybe. Sure. I mean, this is a big game for Dable. He's coming home. He's got to show McDermott what's Well, he's up. not he's not practicing though, right? He didn't practice today. Okay. Yeah. Now, what about um Andrew Thomas is he out? Do we uh, expect he, he he's probably a coin flip at this point. Saquon does Barkley he want to play? Probably in. Probably? Okay. Probably in. I think a number of the guys who are currently not practicing have a chance to get back. John Michael Schmitz. I think he has a chance to get back. Okay. I, like I said, I think a lot. Uh, Aziz Ojolari, he can go on the boat trip um, with the concrete necklace. Well, he and then just gets hurt every other. And, and chalk bills up to that team that coming back from Atlanta and uh, or sorry, coming back from London and not taking any time off. I don't think we have to. I I think we can stop bringing that up because obviously teams have figured out that it's not worth wasting your buy early in the season just because you have an international game. See, I would if I was the if I was the yeah I guess it's still a little early, but I, I these teams are opting out of a buy here. Yeah, all of these teams have opted out. Like teams are requesting these like strange strange. It's strange to see that they're requesting this, but they must know, right? They must know what they're doing. Bills also played like shit. So are they going to have a bounce back effort on the offensive side of the ball? Josh Allen probably probably has said things like I need to do better. Darren Waller is he going to play? Again, yeah, I, I, he he's fine. He'll be playing. It's being reported widely that he's expecting to play. Was more of a vet rest day coming off his best game of the season. We've gone all this way. I I mean, the Kirk Cousins narrative. Daniel Jones in prime time, he's what? 1 in 12 straight up. Yeah, then you should lay the points. Stuff. I was trying to Just get Lay the points, Sean. I was talking You I, know you're doing. I was going to talk I'm myself into guy. Giants plus 14. It's Giants are on a back-to-back road spot. No chance. It is a horrible spot. Coming up from Miami, all that humidity. I, I, as a guy who's in the Circa Millions, I'll be rooting for the Giants to pull off an insane victory. Uh but yeah, I, I guess I'll go Bills here. You you worry that maybe they take the foot off the gas. I just this Giants offense, man, end. it's so inept. It's it's tough to imagine where they get to a point and that the tackling is so bad on the Giants side. I mean, Ryan, talk are you taking the Giants? The, the the way you talk yourself into it is that that once again you can you can focus on how the Giants defense gave up a lot of yardage. Yeah. Or you can look at the fact that the Giants uh 
defense and specifically Wink Martindale's style started to create some problems for a quarterback that has no, been known to turn the ball over. So mm. the case for the Giants is well, but let's Josh lo- Allen's pretty good against the blitz historically. Sure, just like Tua is typically pretty good against the okay. blitz. I, I think it's not about the way that it, it's not about Wink blitzing you more than it is confusing you and tricking you into something and dictating the decision you're making. And so if he can be a little bit confusing, I do think the giants have in the plays where they don't give up the 80 yard, uh, big, big plays. They have been playing pretty well. Specifically the defensive backs have been uh, disruptive at times. Again, when they're not getting beat horribly, that's the problem. They also get beat horribly, but, and then on the other side, I think just having the, the, the bills are at a, I would imagine what will be relative low point in terms of the the health, and they just don't, they like you said they don't have to keep the foot on the gas, and the Giants are able to to wiggle their way in. The case against it is that they haven't been able to score points, and to cover a spread like this, you probably need to score points. There could be a little bit of weather in this one. I don't think it's going to be too impactful. I don't know. Barkley being back probably is the the thing that matters the most in terms of the Giants having a chance. Because he he's been the only thing that's mattered in terms of their offense over the last couple of seasons. Final answer. Final final comment. Uh, I'll take the points. I guess. I I, I don't really confident play. I really just well, I do kind of want to take Buffalo minus fourteen, but I can't lay the all the big big numbers. Feel like a donkey like you. I think you laid the, all the biggest numbers. Yeah. You you really did. Yeah. You laid a ten and a half, a thirteen and a half, a fourteen, two sevens. Nice work, Sean. Thanks. Dallas, this, and this. I took mo- Cleveland plus seven. This I took Monday Tennessee. This Monday night game is just filthy. Dallas, I got, I got another dog I like here. Back to back to back road spots. They would have been a close your eyes special, but they're laying points on the road. Chargers coming off the bye. Eckler's back. That's huge. Chargers looking ahead to a game against Kansas City. It's not good on deck. Catching two points at home plus one ten on the money line. Dallas minus minus one thirty. Fifty and a half is the total. Ah, this sucks. Herbert dealing with that broken finger. I mean, this sucks. It's one of those things. I I like the Chargers more if Dallas wasn't coming off a embarrassing ass whooping. But uh, also, do we know? Did they stay on the West Coast? Did they do some team bonding? Did they buy each other some luggage? I there's no way that they would have any awareness that they do do training camp out in Oxnard. Maybe they went there, hang out in Oxnard, score some meth. I I I. Man, the Cowboys really do struggle against good and or decent teams. The question is, are the Chargers a good or decent team? Oh man, it's close. Herbert dealing with that broken finger. He ha- he is coming off the bye. You imagine it's okay, but I think they're going to be able to move the ball against this against this Cowboys team. And in the same way you saw some of the running backs get loose, the tight end get loose. I think those are good matchups for the Chargers, and I think Austin Eckler could hit the ground running, and I think they're going to be able to move uh, the ball against this Cowboys team. And and Dak Prescott is a turnover machine. I know he said he wasn't going to throw uh, double-digit interceptions, but look out because he's on pace. Stronger trend: Charger fade the Chargers at home, or fade the Cowboys. Period. Fade the Cowboys, period, Ryan. That's pretty obvious. We're going to get, you know, what's going to happen. 
They'll uh, Cowboys will win by one and Chargers will cover. We're gonna get broken hearted. <laughs> yeah. Will Decker be watching the game with us? Oh, I don't. Could I go don't either know. way. He usually likes to hang out during the. Uh, it's weird. Jo- Josh is taking the Cowboys multiple times this season. Yeah. It's- Really disturbing. That is a disgusting act. Yeah, this this would be the time to take the Cowboys if I didn't uh, have a soul. Give me the Chargers plus Chargers two. Chargers plus two. And you know what, Sean? Happy to. Oh, you're probably gonna want to go first. The lock dog. I'll, 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 I want to change. It. Time for the lock dog tease. Well, did we feel like that was a good week last week, Ryan? Uh. Yeah, I hit a bunch of fucking first touchdowns. I hit a sick ass same game parlay. Pretty rock hard. You hit some locks. Oh yeah, two and zero my locks. Uh, but we can mix it up. Hit my dog yeah, and my tees. New, That's all uh, you want me to call for new dice? New oh. dice. I'll, same I'll, I'll dice. Go. Same dice. First lock: L.A. Rams minus seven. That no. feels pretty good. Really? Dog. Eh, there's a couple teams that are talking to me here. Chalky. Uh it's it's tough to take some of these bigger dogs. I mean, maybe Cleveland. They're kind of frisky. But are they? I don't know. I, I like this Bucks team. I, I was high on them coming in the season. They've go, been Sean. good to me. I'll take the Tampa Bay Bucks plus one forty. Nice, nice sized dog there. Dog. Medium sized dog. My other lock. Uh, you could also take the Patriots. Um, for a lock. Oh, this is this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, I do like I do like the Bengals. Washington is a close your eyes special. Titans I like. You are very anti it for the the Ravens. Kind of makes me like it a hair bit more. New England plus three. Dare I do it? I don't know. Tampa Bay plus three. Dude, live your life. Yeah. All right. I'm living. Bears is a Bears is lock potential. I'd be fine if you wanted to lock up the Eagles this week. Mm. Oh, That's that'd, too that'd be such maximum pain either way. Yeah, can't uh, lose to Zach Wilson. It's true. Imagine if you had blood on your hands with the Zach, Zach Wilson. Loss. I've been doing. I haven't locked up the Eagles. They're five and zero. Oh. I don't think I can do that, Ryan. Okay. Indy plus four. Yeah, I mean, I'll, you also like I'll go, the. I'll go like Houston. Okay. I'll go Houston plus one and a half. Okay. I think. I like fading that Saints team off a big win, ultimately. So for my tease, give me uh tease is pretty easy. I can put the Eagles in the tease down to minus one. Very easy. Uh there's some good legs this week. There are. I can take uh, Washington up to eight and a half. That feels fairly safe. <sighs> Does seem safe, but it also seems terrifying. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to s- stick with it. And then last leg of the T's take the Colts plus 10 Kramer. I'll see you. Wow. I didn't, I, I didn't see that coming. Uh, lock bangles Shoot from the hip on my T's lock uh, bangles minus three. Yeah. I like that. That was close to being a lock too. lock Jags minus four. Oh God. Actually no scratch that. Scratch the record. Let the record show. I'm going to London. Give me the Ravens minus four and a half. No, you're right. Go back. Jags minus four. <laughs> never, never, never second. Guess. Wow.
T's, Rams minus one, Eagles minus one. Yeah, it's either Commanders eight and a half, or it's you know what Texans. It, well, let's go Commanders eight and a half. It, that's a lot of lot of points for the Falcons. Dog, Josh does like uh, Titans on the money line. He's got Cincinnati and Tampa Bay as his locks. He's been doing pretty good in the uh, circuit millions. I don't want to. Well, I don't want to go too. <laughs> I don't want to go too deep on it because I, I don't want to yeah. jinx him. But well, you know, you you just you kind of just. Uh, Let's see for the dog. Do you go big dog, small dog? Dog. It's your life, Ryan. B- big dog, small dog. I'm asking you a question. Big dog. Big dog. Oh, God, do I really want to fade the Niners? <laughs> no, I can't do it. Small dog alert. Ah, uh, revenge is revenge is had. Gardner Minshew. No. Oh, okay. Belichick. <laughs> yeah, I do like Pats on the money. Pats line. plus one thirty-five. All right, for a circuit survivor, Ryan, what does the sheet say we're gonna do? Well, before the season, yep. When we filled this out, we said, "Up, oh, this is the week we take Kansas City hosting Denver." At the time, Sean, the number was seven and a half. It's now ten and a half, so it seems like it's still smart. We sticking with it? No pivot. Yeah, I mean, just Mahomes' dominance over the Broncos in particular. How bad? I mean, the Broncos were way worse than we even thought coming into the season. The reason to not play them would be to save them for another spot later in the season. They are playing on Christmas, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. We have already taken Buffalo. We've already taken Miami, so those games aren't available to us. I, you know. I don't know if I would love the idea of taking the Rams, although I that that would be a potential pivot. Also, uh, we we kind of want to save the Eagles to later, but they, they're a t- potential play to me, and then the Jags would be a potential play to me. But wow. you don't seem like you're in on the Jags, so I no. think we just lock in with the Chiefs. All keep right, it, keep Chiefs. it rolling, Sean. Circus Survivor. Our entry is worth five grand now mm. because well. over over eighty percent are out. It's not it or zero. It's either worth zero or nine million. Okay. Uh or but we, it's fun to track it along the way. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. So we're playing our locks. Cincy minus three. Jags minus four for you. Rams minus seven. Houston plus one and a half for me. Then what do we like for the fifth play? I think we play the closer eyes special, New England, but I also like Tampa. I I could go either way. I my here, here's what I the lions potentially are really good. I know the Raiders aren't good. Yeah. And I, I and we know, do have the close your eyes special. Yeah. Let's, let's play the, you think it'll be three. If it, it's going to be a full three too. So new England plus yeah. three. It's a Era. baby fucking wheel, man. All righty. Hey, that was a fun episode of Sports Gambling Podcast. Again, get in on the $3,000 second chance survivor. You can sign up now. It officially starts week seven. Brought to you by Corey Pinkston, Barking Dog Productions, Sports Gambling Podcast.com slash survivor. Dog. Get in over there. Dog. Oh, wait. <laughs> Which, by the way, I was Dog. listening to, shout out to the NFL Gambling Podcast guys, was listening to their, uh, their show, and I heard the intro music, and it's you going, AJ Brown, dog, 
<laughs> so uh, shout out to those guys for putting uh, Sean Stack in the yeah. Green Always the appreciate intro. the shout out. Uh, and of course, Friday night Vsin nine o'clock Pacific. Got some great guests, great segments lined up. Uh, tune in YouTube TV Vsin.com. Use uh the, the betting splits all the time when we talk about the betting splits. We get those over at Vsin, so check those out. That's also where you can find winning last touchdown bets if you're into mm. that kind of yes. stuff. Yes. And of course, uh, that shirt that Kramer's wearing. If you want to mm. win that as part of the hippie prize pack, <laughs> great, uh, great work on the Photoshop team oh, with Bill Walton. Comparing, they even have the same like <laughs> expression on their face. YouTube.com/slash/sportsgamingpodcast. Get in uh, on the hippie prize pack. Yes. All you got to do is sign up for our Patreon. An amazing <laughs> hippie prize pack graphic. Uh, really, just top notch. Thank you for participating. This might be the best the thing that Josh podcast. has ever created. <laughs> For the Sports Game on Podcast, I'm Sean, second the Money Green. He's Ryan. Can't believe week six is already here, Sean. Kramer. Let it ride.